Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to our humble abode, the Thunderdome, on this draft spectacular day, Thursday, April 27, 2023. This sports program starts now. That's right, it is draft spectacular day. It is a celebration around here. New dreams will be coming true this evening as 31 guys will be drafted to the National Football League. We'll be watching alongside everybody else right here live from the Thunderdome. It'll be a family affair. Damn near everybody's here. We got big time giveaways, surprises. Guess combos and probably some reactions to things that happened that we could never guess. All the mock drafts are out. We'll debut Mitt's mock draft yeah, to man. compete against the other mock drafts, and we'll be able to see what teams are thinking about doing for the future. Now, there's a couple mock drafts coming out that have some crazy shit popping off. Yep. Daniel Jeremiah at Move the Sticks, the man who did the combine alongside Rich Eisen, will be doing the draft tonight alongside Rich Eisen. He has come out and said, you know what? Houston Texans, number two overall pick, C.J. Stroud, like we've been saying all along. Oh. Okay, all the other bullshit. Good. And then a three, guess what? Houston Texans again, Will Anderson. Yeah. They're going to package their other picks, trade up to two and oh. to three. Mm. Daniel Jeremiah has a big fucking brain. He's been a scout for, I think, the Ravens and the Eagles. Yep. He is basically known as the next Mike Mayock, right? They he is filling in Mike Mayock's position yeah. at NFL Network. The previous person who did what he did obviously goes to be a GM in football. He's saying there's a chance the Texans go 2-3. Wow. What an electrifying evening that would be to be a Texans fan and for us to watch along. Nobody has a fucking clue what's going to take place tonight. Pete Schrager said that one insider told him that this is the most unpredictable draft of all time. Mm. Might have been Rappaport that reported that, but everybody seemingly reporting the same thing. Tonight could be a clusterfuck, and we can't Wait, everybody's here. It's going to be a great day here at the Thunderdome. The Toxic Table is here at Boston Connor. And Pac-Man Jones filling in for our guy, Todd Schmidt, yet again. Pac, you look fantastic over there. Thank you, brother. But I think I speak for everybody. We missed the shit out of Ty. You know, Ty is still battling that double ear infection. Ty is still, still battling against what other infection decided to attack Mm -hmm. his beautiful head. That beautiful brain that is needed for Draft Spectacular Day is still in it. It is a, it is, it is a countdown is on. Oh, yeah, big oh, yeah. On how Ty's doing. Yeah. Ty's battling this thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ty's taking his Dayquil, his uh-huh. Dayquil. Yeah. Wide. Wide. He's taking all his other vitamins. Wide. He's taking his shots. Wide. He's saying his prayers. He's Wide. keeping it positive. He's <laughs> doing right. everything. Yeah. We need him tonight. And uh, what I'm hearing is the... It's close. Yeah, yeah. I heard he's a doubtful, probably. ETD or? Just like the trade at the number three overall pick. I think, you know, it's one of those things where he's just mulling it over. We got to yeah. just take our time and let it happen. Diana Rossini did report this morning that the Cardinals are mulling over multiple teams' interest in a trade for the number three overall pick. That is what the Texans are going to do, is what Daniel Jeremiah says. Mm. Other teams have the Tennessee Titans yep. going up there to get a quarterback. It is going to be bananas tonight. And one half of the hammer, nah. Nah. Cowboys <clears throat> 10 Diggs is here looking great on DSD. Yeah. Thank you. I Happy DSD. That. Happy DSD. Hell yeah, you love the draft, always have. You're like the friend in our group that has loved the draft since like nobody else really understood why you love the draft. It is electrifying. It is electrifying. Uh, It's in the air. You can just kind of feel it. Oh, it's palpable. Uh, It is palpable. Uh, We have some draft odds movement. Bryce Young's now minus 5,000 going number one. I think that's pretty much obvious. Just before the show. Will Anderson moved to minus 250 to go number two. What? Oh. And then C.J. Stroud's the favorite at three, and Will Levis is the favorite to go number four to potential to your Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. Right. Six foot four, two thirty. Got shredded. Got a cannon. Okay, go. I watched the Omaha productions on him. I. You know what? Well, welcome to the team. If that's mm-hmm. the case, sure. If this is what Chris Bauer thinks that we need to have to win, cool. I'm with it. Now, if he doesn't and they don't, 
Will's going to get booed out of the building. Yeah, but he's I, I, I do. I do feel like there's a chance that could happen. But I'm in on the Will train. I'm in on C.J. Stroud. Anthony Richardson, shit. He might go sure. two overall. Mm-hmm. Well, Nobody has a clue what's going to happen. Uh, Will's definitely a Hall of Famer. Peyton Manning's uh, – the Manning's – as a whole, I believe. I don't know. I know Archie. I know yeah, I've seen this. Eli, Cooper. I know I've seen Cooper. I don't know if Arch, little Arch, gets a, a pick or not, but he's the, Will's been signed off on, so you're good to go. The Manning family has actually signed off on Will Levis to Jim Irsay and team. We think he'll be a great quarterback in the NFL. I'll tell you what. That team, that family knows sure. great NFL yeah. quarterback. They play. know ball throwers. Well, they're originally going to sign off on C.J. Stroud, but he skipped their uh, pass academy, right. allegedly. Well, yeah. we don't know if that's real. Well, allegedly. we know he skipped it. Did, do we know if he did he go or not? He definitely went. Yeah, they oh, filmed yeah. him. They did a full thing. Yeah. CJ didn't yeah. commit, so you can't skip something you don't commit to. Well, correct. There. Good point. Well, you and got ladies it. and gentlemen, joining us <laughs> on stage. Great to see you live. Be a massive part of tonight's draft spectacular. Excited to see what you do tonight during the draft <laughs> spectacular. Host of the Man to Man podcast and everything DB, Darius J. Butler. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great day. Also yes, the host of In the Trenches, a man who is a Super Bowl champion player coach. Yes, he's Jockey Moon uh, of football. <laughs> yeah. He played for the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Philadelphia Eagles, right. the Baltimore Ravens, the Indianapolis Colts, the Baltimore Ravens, the Arizona uh, uh, Cardinals, and then the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ladies and gentlemen, A.Q. Shipley. Yeah! Let's go, let's go, let's go! Was that the proper transactions? I think so. I think you said Baltimore twice. It's really Indy twice, but... No, didn't you get traded back to Baltimore? No, just once. Really? Yeah. I thought we went... I thought you do do Indy, Baltimore, Indy, Arizona. Oh. I didn't know Pittsburgh. I didn't know you put Drafted. him home. Okay. Well, Ron. Shitburg. Se- seventh round. <laughs> what pick? 226. Oh, what pick were you? 222. There it is. Same draft. Same draft. AQ and I had just met each other months before that at the uh, ESPN College Football Awards show. That's right. And we had heard of each other, obviously, from Mm -hmm. the same town. We've heard of each other. Mm -hmm. Two different schools, though, two different conferences, two different worlds. And uh, whenever we had a chance to be around each other, yeah, we just fucking shut the city down. (laughs) We we did it. We did it. (laughs) We were the only people out. They had checklist people. Right, he mm-hmm. won an award. I was a finalist for an award. Ray guy didn't give me his award. It's, Ray, I should have. I should have won. Out of the people that were there, I should have won. won. But they had a checklist. Somebody waiting for us as we get back to um, the hotel. Yeah. And we were obviously the last two in. Assholes. Two kids out of Pittsburgh had to do that. And ever since then, we've been friends. But whenever you came to Indianapolis, I was pumped for you. Those transactions are crazy, though. D. Butt was drafted second round, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Second round to the Patriots. New England Patriots. Yep. That's a massive ordeal. Did you know they were going to draft you? Did you have a good feeling? And what was the interview process with Bill Belichick before the draft? Uh, it was great. Him, uh, Nick Casario, who's, who's GM now in Houston, uh, they actually ran uh, my pro day. And obviously, I went to college up there in Connecticut, which was pretty close so uh we knew they were high on me going into the draft and I was one of those late first early second kind of they guys. told you that exactly where you were going to be that's what my agent told me at the time uh, aren't Ro- those projections Rosenhaus. sometimes completely wrong right um Manti-tay, usually they're kind of they're kind of on point they, they pretty much know I'm sure Pac knew you know in the general area where he was going and I knew you know once it's usually who Most goes cool. you know how it's how is uh, how the board is right? Vontae was the number one corner in the draft, and he got some trouble with the combine. Malcolm was a, a, a another corner, but they didn't know if he was going to play safety or not. So I was kind of like that second corner, and Malcolm didn't go till 14. Vontae didn't go till 25. So I ended up getting pushed out. Patriots traded back and drafted uh, who we got? Chung, Vollmer, 
Ron Brady, Scott Rest is sold in me uh, in all second rounders. Okay, yep. so that was your start into the league. Yep. They told you you were going to be a late first, early second mm-hmm. rounder. Cowboys told me they were going to draft me. They did not. Did, did anybody <laughs> tell you, AQ, waiting 226 picks? No, I wish. That, that must be really cool to know when you're going. It's just pretty cool. <laughs> hey, that's what I was saying to these people because yeah. they talk about They'd say, like, Aaron Rodgers dropped 20 some oh. picks. It's like, oh, what a I, tough I dropped it three fucking days. <laughs> 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 I remember, I remember free Russ, falling. <laughs> Russ Grimm was the offensive line coach. Yes. Legendary Dog. offensive yes. lineman, right? So he's the O line coach of the Arizona Cardinals. He called me the day before the draft. He's like, love you. Love you on tape. Love your talent. Maybe first round talent. Maybe. Whoa. Arms. There's a there's a solid possibility you don't even get fucking drafted tomorrow. But nobody it doesn't wow. matter. Just get in a, just get in again. These GMs they hate your arm length. That's that's all he said. And I was like, all right, I just got to get in somewhere. Yeah, and if you get in the building, everybody's kind of treated the same except for the first rounders, the second rounders. They're going to get more opportunities than everybody else. But at the end yeah. of the day, I think you know sports has remained. If you can play, you'll find a home, and they will pay you if you can figure out the NFL. No you doubt. did just that tonight. You'll be breaking down some trenches, huh? Ooh. Let's go, O line oh, and D line. I cannot wait. Both possible reenactments, right, Tone? That's what we landed for. Yeah, I believe that was the easiest way to to go about the night because you know what? I mean, if you're trying to do offensive line and film breakdown, unless you're getting the plays from him and you're seeing the all twenty-two and stuff like that, it's hard to find plays uh, to break down. So you, best best thing we could do, kind of like. What's your A and E? Maybe like a murder mystery channel. Oh, okay. Oh, sure. yeah, this A&E. is a reenactment. That's kind of <laughs> oh, drunk. Yeah, and, uh, we haven't even thought about that. That's a good idea. Maybe we put a little music behind. <laughs> you know, black as he's reenacting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It'd be you. perfect. You're gonna be sweating. Straight theater. Let's go. No, it's gonna be a fun night tonight. Pump. Can't I feel wait. like we got every kind of position yeah. covered. Yeah, and and a few other things too. Some of the stuff. By going far on the here. most we are doing for a draft spectacular ever. Also. The most amount of space we've ever had. Uh I mean, this you shouldn't have this much space. You know what I mean? (laughs) When you have this much space, look at how, just look how bare the walls still are. Okay, certainly we should have got this decorated or whatever. We'll get there. We should get some sort of something somewhere. But all I think about is like, all right, how can we use this space to be absolutely ridiculous? And I'll tell you what, I think we figured it out. Hundred percent. I I think we figured it out for tonight. I'm very pumped for a couple of the things we got coming through here this evening. Yeah, people are probably right now watching, thinking like, okay, they might be doing, you know, this or that. You don't know what we're doing, and if you keep thinking about it, you're not going to guess it. So just wait and enjoy the show when it comes. Really? I don't know. I think some people would think to themselves, "What is something those dumbasses would do in that Thunderdome?" And then Ah. something would pop their mind. And then maybe they go like, nah, no way. Yeah, that's what we're doing. That's, nah, that's they, the thought no that we're chance, doing. No chance so. they would think of what you're doing. All right, well, hopefully not because it would be a good surprise. We're just trying to have a good time while we watch the draft. The draft is kind of taking over all the conversation, but there's another storyline that literally just broke a couple of days ago that is massive. Aaron Rodgers is officially a mm-hmm. New York Jet, mm-hmm. and he's officially thrown a football. Yes. Listen to this. Ooh. In New York Jet gear. Wow. On New York Jet territory. It's real. To it's who? Real. Alan Lazard rocking the Adidas shoes. I got an Adidas deal. Nike can pay for the shirt, the shorts, and even the fucking socks, but the shoes are mine. Aaron looks in incredible shape. Huh? Hey. Whoa. MVP. This is off-season throw right here. This is one of the first we've seen from this month in the calendar year for years now. And he said he'll be here for the duration of the OTAs. He wow. can't wait to get yeah. in there. Robert Sala said he's barefoot in the meeting room right now. I think he's, <laughs> I think he's getting pretty comfortable. Love we don't know if he's grounding or if he just doesn't wear socks and he's making himself <laughs> comfortable. He has to, and, you know, while he's throwing that, that's the first time some people in that building that work for the Jets 
are seeing him throw a football live, yeah. right? Yeah. So like you think about like the chef or like anybody else that maybe hasn't been on the road, uh, ticket people, whatever is in that office that he's going to see on a day-to-day basis, new friends of his potentially, yeah. people that he's going to see. That's their first time. I wonder if there was any like, hey, welcome to the fucking show. I watched you know, it. Like, right. From Aaron. And I think that is what that rebirth thought, like having to go to a new place, reprove yourself even if you're 38 39 years old and people are already saying you're the best ball thrower of all time that's what i saw from that small little video there <laughs> but i can be a little bit over dramatic pack what did you see from that thing there i think the same thing you got to realize everybody that's been there for the last 10 years have had bums at quarterback <laughs> i'm sorry they all been bums you, you haven't had no future hall of famer you have not have had a guy that's won a championship that has been mvp of the league multiple times this is a good day for the guys that's been up there reading the news paper that's typing the shit and never seen really good talent in the fucking building as far yeah. as being a quarterback um it's got to be a good coffee and just sitting back and enjoying the show darius you had to go obviously i saw it happen in indianapolis same thing with uaq i'm excited to hear your thoughts d but do you feel like you have to reprove yourself like to the room to the coaches is it oh, like yeah. it, like that first day on the job feel is something that people hope they can bottle like hey every day you're here i want you to act like it's your first day on the job why because your first day on the job you don't know what you don't know right. you don't hate anybody and you're also trying to prove yourself seemingly was it like that whenever you showed up in any because i feel like you yeah. dropped in and caught on very quick with everybody then. yeah for sure you definitely got to prove yourself in that, in that new that new locker room now obviously aaron like we just mentioned first battle hall of fame one of the best ball throwers ever but you come into a new New City to Pax Point, that quarterback position, especially our draft. They went up and drafted Sanchez, top five. Hey, they won. Made some runs. Yeah, yeah made some runs. Run. Never really got over the hump. Then you had Darnold, and now it looks like a swing and a miss with Wilson. Uh, but I think it's a win-win for them, for, for the Packers, and then even even uh, Zach Wilson. Shit, now he get a chance to sit behind the guy he was, you know, drafted to be in the meet room with him, practice, practicing against that great defense. So, shit, when Aaron Rodgers gets up out of there, maybe he can be that guy that can step in and, and be a player. Yeah, osmosis, you hope he gets better. I saw a yeah. quote. He got to get better. Has to. Osmosis. Yeah, I sure yeah. hope so. Just being around something, you would think something would. Or not. He might not get better. Yeah, there's That's people, I guess, that just suck. Yeah, And he doesn't suck. I'm just saying, like, at, like, learning. Like, I was very lucky to be around Adam Vinatieri. When I was around Adam Vinatieri, I was watching what that motherfucker was doing everywhere. Mm-hmm. Off the field, on the field, in practice, rehab prehab, everything. Mm-hmm. It's right. like, okay, this is what success looks like in a similar position to me. Zach could do that with Aaron Rodgers easily. Yeah, but see, for you, I'm, yeah. I'm sure it's probably the same. It's only certain motherfuckers that you would have respected like that Bingo. to learn from, right? Yes. So like Zach Wilson, you're the number two overall pick. It's only certain people that you're going to come in and be like, okay, I'm going to really just watch everything this dude do. Same thing with him. Vinatieri was a GOAT at that point. Aaron Rodgers, not in that same breath. You know, it was like a Brady or something like that, but He's up, especially with uh, Zach Wilson. That's probably the guy he's he, up to his whole he life. Yeah, MVP Flacco. He didn't learn shit. Well, from Flacco. Uh, see, that's, uh-huh. what, that's what he's saying. That, that's different. That's different exactly animal. what he was bringing. Yeah. He didn't say Flacco's name there, but he was saying like Zach Wilson probably didn't respect Flacco. That's no. what you were saying. Well, two MVPs when what Zach Wilson was in college. Hundred million dollar draft, deal. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. Joe Flacco, your former yeah. teammate of old Joe Flacco, yeah. good guy, big fan Love of Flacco. But to your point though, yes, yeah. I can see how a number twelve, number two overall pick, or whatever the case, Zach Wilson is. The way he views himself, another humbling experience, but he gets to learn from him. And that's a big time deal. I think that will help Zach Wilson in the long term. I saw a quote 
It was on a pro football focus's tweet. Oh, yeah, I seen it. Was that real or not real? That, no. that was a real quote, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's going to make my life hell in practice, and I'm going to make his life heaven off the field. This is via Ari Mirov. Pro mm -hmm. football focus yeah. had a th uh, thing like that. That's because Zach Wilson was asked about a veteran quarterback coming in, and he said he was going to make that person's life hell every day in practice or whatever yeah. on the field. Relax, Zach, okay? <laughs> Love that you said sure. that. Uh -huh. See, this is the shit I'm talking about right here. Relax, Zach. Can't have it. Uh, but I do like that Aaron knew that happened, addressed it publicly to tell Zach, like, hey, we're all good here, and he's going to make his life heaven off the field. He's going to show him how to watch film, show him what to do. Oh. This is all good stuff. Plus, I believe they're both in, like, the same age for dating pools. So when they go out on the town in New York City, they're looking for, like, the same age <laughs> of woman. So I think that's going to help them off the field, too. What's yeah. that for? What's, what's the... Uh, Cougar, I think they call him. Well, that would be that would be who is going after Zach. Zach is going the other way. So I don't know what that's called. But him and Aaron, yeah, they I think they're getting along great. Yeah. I think they'll be friends and he, you know, if he's already barefoot in there, he's very comfortable. He's probably going to take him to like a sweet bathhouse like Vigo Morton and Mortensen and Eastern Promises with Bingo. fighting with their dongs. Hold out. on, over there in New York, I don't know if they're fighting with dongs out, but there is a lot of those bathhouses yeah. over there in New York. Yeah. A lot of those things. They're sweet. Too. That is what I picture too. I picture like Rogers and Zach Wilson, maybe a montage put together, them driving around the city. They go to a bathhouse first. They're cracking <laughs> around, making jokes. So much fun. Whirl up the towels. Gotcha. Oh, that was so hard. <laughs> yeah, then they go to like a nice little Italian restaurant for lunch. They're just kind of hanging out, doing cool stuff, and then boom, it takes a turn, and they're just going and wheeling and dealing every MILF in the greater New York City area. <laughs> that's what I saw. Yep. That's what I thought that he was talking that's about. I, heaven. Yeah, I, did oh, not, yeah. I did not know that's where that was headed, but... I don't know. We don't know if that's happening. I'm not sure. We do know that they will connect on a, a greater level because it seems like every teammate Aaron has, Aaron has gotten along with, mm -hmm. even though there's been two of them that have been on the media for like 30 years saying the complete opposite. Yes. But he might have grown, he might have changed, and Zach Wilson can do the same. Joining us now is a man who is, you know, his status has not changed for the last like three decades. Nope. You're talking about the face of NFL mm -hmm. Network, one of the faces of the NFL. Tonight, he'll be hosting the draft like he hosts everything else that the NFL does. He does a fantastic job, the ever-entertaining, and hosts the Rich Eisen Show, Rich Eisen. Yeah. Yes. Hell yeah. Yes. What's up, Pat? How have you been? Hey, I'm great, man. Re-jog re, uh, my memory here. You're a Jets fan, right? Big day. Here we go. Oh, yes. Huh? Oh, yeah. We're happy. We're very oh. happy, Rich. Oh, this is a great day and a great time. I am fired up big time. I am very, very excited. The Jets, 48 hours ago, did not have a seat at the AFC table for real. Now they do. Mm. Uh, I just love seeing him wing it in the Jets. It's weird, though. I got to be honest. It's just it's odd. It's just odd seeing him, you know, in something other than Green Bay and seeing him wear a Jets you know, logo, it's really odd. And all of us Jet fans are looking for the trap door to open up. And yeah. um, I'm not going to be one of those guys. I'm fired up. I think it's going to be a, a ton of fun. Um, and and I, I he's, he can be the toast of New York City if everything works out. And I, I hope that does happen. I mean, isn't he like the most hilariously perfect person for that to be, though, too? Like him with being this hippie. 
right? He's a hippie. With we all, exactly. I think that's what I've I've kind of gathered now. He has shorter hair. You know, he's kind of doing his thing. Looks nice. But he is very yeah. much like, a, hey, let's mm-hmm. just let's all get along. I'm gonna do my own stuff for my mental health. I'm gonna be here. He's barefoot in a facility already. So him being like the toast of New York City would be so perfect. Like, yeah, it, that would it would seemingly make too much sense. They have to win a Super Bowl, though, Rich. We're winning the Super Bowl now. You said you're sitting at the AFC table. That table's big. Mm-hmm. Now, there's some big plates it's at huge. that table. Yeah. There's a lot of stars in there in the AFC. This is a pretty, the most lopsided I think the NFL has been, AFC, NFC, for, for a while, seemingly in the AFC's fa- uh, favor there. But it's a, bi- yeah. it's a tough road over there in the AFC. We got to win, though. We got to win a Super that's Bowl, why, right? That's why the Jets had to take this swing. I mean, that's why they had to do this. Because when you've got Mahomes and Allen and Burrow making the final four two straight years, and it gives you the sense that there's only one more seed at that particular part of the table when things get really, really tight. And two years ago, that seat was Tannehill's, and last year it was Trevor Lawrence's. Why can't it be Aaron Rodgers? I mean, this is a better team than the one that Favre strolled into an 08. Allegedly, 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 allegedly. I, I got to say, no, no, no. I, I got to say, it's a, it, it is a better team. They got, they got younger kids. Okay. They got young Turks. And they got a coach who I think um, um, is ready to roll with them. I, I think they're in. Rogers is in a better. He's in better shape. I think. I know. Uh, I I got the allegedly part. My bad. I'm talking now. You know. I I, 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 I do, am I am I being deposed? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Rich. That's what I'm watch your ass, Rich. You don't need to. I got it. Yeah, yeah. I got it's it. It's been tough Understand. too with all this that's happening. By the way, mm-hmm. with the Jets oh and God. the Packers, it's been tough for us. Your Honor, yeah. I think I have evidence <laughs> on my side to show that the Jets are currently better than the 2008 version. Right. Hey, listen, maybe. Um, and I now may step down. Um, so I'm I am fired up. I really am genuinely excited. The, I don't remember the last time the Jets could be construed as the hottest ticket in New York City, and they will be. I mean, you look at their schedule. They play the AFC West, the NFC East, in their own division, and it's going to be amazing. We were talking the other day, maybe maybe it's Jets at Cowboys first Sunday night. Rodgers trying to stick it to the, to the star one more time, now wearing green for the Jets. And that's, you know, that's where he he, he took on the Cowboys. I remember on a, on a Saturday night game, when it was going to be Romo versus Favre, and uh, Rogers came in and lit it up, and I remember all of us saying that this kid mm-hmm. now is pretty damn good. So, and that was when they, a- uh, when the big bald human babies yep. were swinging on that, uh, swinging there on those things. Goes. My hero, Yeah, Scott Stapp. That night, Scott Stapp said something to Aaron while they were walking off the field in warm-ups beforehand. Like there was some re- right? rehearsal going on or something like that. You, you know that gif where the, the big human ba- man baby mm-hmm. is swinging on that thing at the Cowboys Stadium? Allegedly, if I'm remembering. Oh, well, now I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah you do. I remember that. That was the same night that he went in there, and Chris Collinsworth, like first play, goes, yeah, here, this. When he's going crazy and there's people, uh, I don't even know how much. There it is. <laughs> there it is, big man, baby. Yeah, you, you, exactly what I said. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but oh, yeah. Uh, allegedly, I remember that, now. that was sure. the night that Aaron went in when Brett got hurt, and Aaron said he remembered Scott Stapp saying something to him and thinking, "Oh, tonight seems like a little bit of a different night or whatever." He goes in, lights it up. Chris Collinsworth first yeah. play goes, "This can be quite a fall off." And now he's the fucking Jets quarterback in 2023, and their odds get much it. better to win a Super Bowl. It's a beautiful thing. Let's talk about the draft happening tonight. I know you're very busy. You're going to be on television. 
a lot here over the next couple of days. We are pumped to watch you, pal. Oh, yeah. Do you still get excited about the draft? Do you still get pumped up? I do. I appreciate you saying that since I know you're going to take half of my audience. No, no. We watch with, we all watch you. We watch you. Okay. We're in the phone. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. We're I appreciate that because, you know, um, I am fired up. It is the most unpredictable draft I can remember. This is draft 19 for me. Um, and, um, you know, I, I cannot recall a time where anybody could trade up. Anybody could trade down. We think we know the first overall pick. I think it is Bryce young. I, I would be stunned if it's anybody else, but then after that it is on. And I, I just walked, you know, I like when I, now, now that the draft is in different cities, I like walking to the draft. If I can, I like walking through the the front door of the draft as fans are going to be walking through. Hell yeah. And yesterday I walked the path that fans are going to be walking tonight in Kansas city. You walk through and there's this large area that leads up to the world war one memorial and museum. And on top of this iconic spot in Kansas city, this museum, they've built the red carpet for the prospects to show up. And then on the other side of it is this huge lawn where the chiefs have been holding their super bowl parade uh speeches and then after that there's the draft stage right in front of this uh train station that that that's framed by the skyline of kansas city they're expecting a, about 150,000 people tonight it's going to be lit oh, and i can't wait it's it's i i feel the energy you know um, when I walk into a draft city and they're like the heartland of this country is not used to having a draft within drivable distance from Nebraska, Oklahoma, Wyoming, South Iowa, Dakota, Iowa. and it's going to be awesome. I, I am fired up about it. And, um, you know, I've been at it long enough where the first draft choice of the first draft I covered was Alex Smith and Rogers dropped all the way down to 24th that night. Now he's the Jets quarterback. And I believe the fifth pick of that night was A.J. Hawk, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, um, I think A.J. might have been a year later. Ugh. Is that right? I thought it was 2004. Or the 2006 was the first one that we did, right? Yeah, that I don't know. He might be. 2006 is the first one we were at. We were at that one. At any rate, I've been at it a while, and I'm fired up for tonight. A lot I of picks. I miss talking to you, Pat. Hey, we Pat, miss... I miss talking to you. We miss, miss you, too, man. To you. How, how's life? How's the show? How's everything? How's another offseason? Everything's going? good, brother. Everything is great, you know, um... Like I said, it's all good. And I love watching you blow up like you have. You are basic. Dude, you are like the king Rich. of sports media. Rich, 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 Rich. Let's move along. Rich, like shut up. Rich, don't need it. Dude. You are the guy, Rich. You're 19 it's years you've been doing the draft. Don't Pat. need to hear that, okay? Don't need to hear it. All right? Let's move Pat, along. I, honestly, I don't I don't think I've ever been on a, a show up against somebody else's show who also uh, goes top rope in WrestleMania. That's <laughs> no, that's career. pretty sweet. Yeah, that, that is, <laughs> you that. know, so that is, that's new for me. Um, <laughs> but I do miss talking to you. We miss you too. We watch your clips though. We see, mm -hmm. we try to keep up as much as possible. You're a big part of our conversations in here in the morning. And obviously yeah. with draft time and any other big event, you crush it. Thank you for having me on your Sunday game. I mean, I love that show you guys run all season, <laughs> man. You. I fucking when you, love it. I, I like getting texts from you during the show every now and then that you're out there watching. And I do like like Mooch when uh when you popped in to give Mooch the belt over Kurt Warner in one of our uh crazy ass segments, 
that was phenomenal. Dude, was I felt great. honored yeah. to do it. Literally, we filmed it. I filmed it right mm-hmm. here. They were like, hey, can you get this to us by like 4 o'clock today or something like that? I'm like, I yes, it, you got it. it I, now. I'm a massive fan of what you guys do over there. I think the NFL Network does good work. I think with the level of talent that you guys have, the resumes from the players, and then the amount yeah. of entertainment as well, I, I think you guys should be very proud of what you put together over there. And obviously, you're the first employee of the fucking place. So, yeah. I mean, I, that's, a, yeah. that's an impressive thing you guys have built. You should be very proud. Thanks, pal. I yep. really appreciate it. And uh, if, if you don't mind, can I mention my uh, my my Run Rich Run donation link? Hell yeah. We're not, hey, you could do that it. whenever you want. It's a great thing. It's runrichrun.pledgeit.org. I ran my 40-yard dash a couple weeks ago at the Rose Bowl. Um, and uh, I'm I'm in one piece, thankfully. Um, <laughs> you but look great. Every dollar goes to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Every single penny to make sick kids better. And, uh, you know, you've got a great... Um, you know, kids hospital in Indianapolis, Peyton Manning being part of that. And, and there's one here in Kansas City, Children's Mercy, St. Jude Children's Research Hospital is one that is associated with the NFL on my run. And, you know, just runrichrun.pledgeit.org is whatever people want to give. Hey, that's awesome that you've done it. It's become something that people look forward to every single combine time of the year. Uh, we have a guy in here that ran a 428. Uh, what did you run, uh, Diva? Combine 44. What did you run, AQ? 5-1. I never ran it. I want to let you know. You look like a guy that's running four two one. I mean, Strive. the knee drive, that you got good knee drive arm swing. I mean, it's literally <laughs> that is like what you're taught in classes. Are you training for this every year, or do you just Hell go in no. there and say fuck I it? I don't do sh- I don't do shit, Pat. I do nothing. I love I just that. Sit on my ass, and that's the pro- That's why I'm glad that I'm doing it outside of Indianapolis because I used to run it at the end of the longest ass day at the combine oh yeah and uh i would sit on uh, a chair i would feel every muscle in my body atrophy and then i'd have to get out there and run it where all these guys who are just like running on the fast track but uh yeah man i'm 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 uh we're we're running it uh the 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 piece of it um of the run will be on saturday part of the draft and um so who ran the four? T- who ran the four two? Uh, Pac-Man, Adam Pac-Man. He went number me. six overall. Yeah, it wasn't Pac-Man. the other side. I'm fantastic, Pac-Man. I haven't spoken to you in forever either. You I know, man. Guy. How you doing? I am great. Four two eight. You yeah. ran a four two eight. Is that your pro day or is that the actual combine? Pro day. Yeah, I ain't run at combine. I had no reason. Yeah, what do you think, Rich? What do you think this is? What do you First think this is? Play a pick, Rich. You know that we talked about that. Yeah, what do you, what do you think this is? And then I also heard he told us this. You'd probably know more at the two twenty five test. Pac Man just lifted it one time, put it down, and was like, "I can do it." Okay, now let's move on. Yeah, that's all. my my favorite line. Dion Dion never. Who I saw you had him on your show. He's one of my favorite humans. Uh, he hated always watching cornerbacks doing the. <laughs> 225 because he as he said it was ridiculous because he never had to put jerry rice across his chest and lift him (laughs) one of my favorite lines valid statement but like what are we doing what are we doing so good for you pac man that's the way you'd handle your business hey i'll tell you what there's another guy in here as an offensive lineman who looks at what a lot of the tests are at the combine and gets very upset i mean (laughs) he doesn't have anything as clever as what dion said about it he just has to go wait 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 that's pretty much yeah, that's it. what it is about a lot of that stuff. But the combine has become a spectacle, as has the draft. A lot of time on TV. Tone has a question for you. Yeah, I do, Rich. You just talked about day one and how exciting that is. And then we have Run Rich Run yep. on, on Saturday. But also, one of my favorite things is that you don't hide your feelings. And when NFL Network decides to do some shenanigans on day three of the draft up on stage with you, you don't let your 
You don't let your emotions hide there. You you make sure you know that I don't love this. What's going on right now? Sometimes. Yeah, the Blue Man Group really, <laughs> really. That was a hit. That really got your piss. That was jacked up, man. I wasn't expecting it, and they come on and they just took over the whole damn set. And some, you know, the third day of the draft, it's kind of like, you know, um, if you're still watching. Um, bless you. You know, I mean, it is. It's, it's a, dream came it's a, true. Lot dreams come yeah. true. Yeah. It's a long, look, look. It's, we got too too late. Bro. Got, not late. Hey, bro. look, I, I'm not. I'm not denigrating it. I mean, like this year. I mean, you can't even call the last guy in the draft Mr. Irrelevant anymore after Brock Purdy. No, we're on I'm your side. Saying. We get it. It's boring as fuck. I mean, we don't know who any of these people like, you know, are. Yeah, it's tough. Shit, you guys. You guys talk every day three hours and then more. So you know, like, there's an entertainment part to this whole thing. So, you know, so me to be sitting there after a while and I'm I'm on hour 20, you know, my my patience runs a little <laughs> bit thin, but that's when you also get slap happy. I mean, oh, yeah. um, we 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 went viral back, you know, like seven, eight years ago when viral was kind of a new thing to be Hell yeah. uh, on the draft set when uh, a guy named Willie Beavers got drafted oh, in man. Chicago. And Mayock threw to the podium for the next pick by saying he was a Beavers guy. <laughs> and the entire crew just could not handle. He just started laughing and giggling. And then it was over because the kid who got drafted that we had thrown it to while giggling, his last name was Bush. Oh. We, could, we couldn't we couldn't say another word after that. And the producer gets in my ear when they come back and we're all giggling. That He even says to me, come on, help me out. And I'm like, I can't. Go to break. We're out. Over. Go to break. That was in Chicago. That was in Grant Park. I'll never forget that. You know, and so that's why live hey, that's why live TV is the best, dude. That's why live that's, what it is, that's why live is the best. Honestly, I understand that a lot of people don't do live. I live is the greatest. It is just there's so much great that can happen out of nowhere. Now you lack some things like you know, editing and stuff like that. Yeah. You miss out on that type of stuff. But just the aspect of live with dream, so many different ingredients at these drafts. You got fans yeah. that are boozed up, probably. What? You got the commissioner talking every three minutes. That's very mm -hmm. abnormal. You got, obviously, the big embrace. The Christian Watson maybe taking him out, blowing his knee out. Big dreams come true. Storylines. There's so much in there for a live moment to pop off. Like, it's just, it's beautiful. It honestly is. It is. It is, and it just, and then it doesn't stop. Then there's another pick, and another pick, and another pick that comes, and each one, everybody's wondering if, um, if that's the the franchise altering moment for them. Like, could this possibly be the moment? Obviously, it takes some time to figure it out, but we're in this city now, where, you know, their lives changed when the Chiefs dis decided to move up in 2018. And, you know, take Patrick Mahomes. Everything changed. Every single human being's life that is in Kansas City tonight as Chiefs fans, their lives changed. And everybody's hoping that that will happen for them tonight. They obviously won't know until football gets played. But that's the beautiful part of the draft. It's hope. You just, you know, you're. it starts fresh. All 32 teams are involved. Wow. And, you know, and dreams are made. Like you see parents crying, kids crying. It's awesome, man. I 31 teams tonight, obviously, because the Dolphins said, That's hey, true. we want well, your quarterback. They, they, <laughs> actually, um, you know, the word for it, Pat, 
that the league uses is they forfeited their draft choice. So <laughs> they did. You choose to do that. Okay. You choose to call a team in the division's quarterback. They, they use, say, hey, come on over. Forfeiting teams. as if they just purposefully, you know what? We'll, we will just forfeit our draft choice tonight. That's a perfect use of the word. I like Roger Goodell saying, with the decision that you chose to make, which was very <laughs> egregious, mm-hmm. and everybody else behind them, very yes. egregious, you yeah. have, in other words, <laughs> said you don't want to fucking draft anybody this year in the first round That's right you have forfeited your pick have a good one see yeah. so now we got 31 how many hours is tonight how many hours do you think tonight's show is rich seems like a lot of action maybe so is that longer shorter uh, i'm on the air at six central and then as soon as this thing's over and then um then fallout boy will hit the stage what uh, what no way That's he was tonight. a skater boy he, he said see you later boy he, he wasn't, wasn't good enough for her i don't think That's so That's avril lavigne i don't think Shit. so <laughs> I don't, throw I don't it think. away i don't know that, that's how it goes tomorrow Tomorrow, I is think that it's no, my, that's the great escape, Foxy. Bro, we cannot hold on. We need Bro, a fallout boy song fa- at some point. Yeah. yeah, does anybody in this Pat, there is 25 people Pat. here? Is I'm what I'm saying, not fallout sure boy. We're going down swinging. Oh, that might be I'm it. Being, nah, 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 yeah, that's one. That's one. Sex out. Cocking and pulling. We're going down, down. That's metallic. I caused your producers to pull up a picture of Fallout Boy. That's impressive. They were big though. Like, hey, shout out to Fallout Boy. I can't wait. That's Pete, right? Oh, shout out. Guy's name's Pete. Is that Gulak? I think his name's Pete. These dudes are dogs, bro. Every Hollister had these motherfuckers blaring at them. (laughs) Okay, every Abercrombie and Fitch, these guys were just (laughs) rocking in there. You walk in there, you smell 45 different colognes and scents, and you hear Fallout Boy. Yeah. Shout out to Fall. I can't wait to watch. Ed Sheeran start with Fallout Boy on the left. Far left. You should hear that guy. He makes great songs. Oh, yeah. They're all the best. I love these guys. They're going to make bangers. How many songs are they playing tonight, Rich? No earthly idea. I don't have the set list, Pat. <laughs> I'm just focused on the first overall pick, taking it one pick at a time and hoping for the best. Hey, stay focused. Yeah, yeah. Like that. Connor has a question for you about the draft. Yeah, Rich, do you get the sense that there's less buzz around this draft because the uh, nope. GMs are kind of coming out and saying there's you know less than 15 first-round grades? Or do you get the sense that there's more buzz because of the fact that no one knows what the hell is going on after the alleged Bryce Young goes number one? Let me just say something to you, and this is no – no uh, disrespect to one Kenny Pickett. Last year, Kenny Pickett was the first quarterback taken 20th overall, and anything that the country really knew about him was that he had small hands and he was the dude who faked slid in college. That's it. We got five quarterbacks tonight, and most of them are from the SEC. One's from the Big Ten. Let's go, man. Like, let's let's roll. Like, this is what it's all about. Quarterbacks at the top of the draft – and then you got top-notch defenders that people have heard of. And then that kid, B. John Robinson, I know you had him on, too. He was good. I mean, what a, he was good on what a show. good human. And he's so good. And that is part of the NFL world, too, is what do you do at the running back position? There are so – and then there's drama at the top. Who's trading in? Who's trading out? Whoever says, screw the whole blue chip conversation. I don't care. Like, this is really very, very – buzzy as far as i'm concerned certainly based on what we saw last year i will take any draft with quarterbacks at the top quarterbacks that everybody's seen play on saturday and some mystery as to who's gonna go where and who could trade up and belichick's in the mix potentially the trade up who knows oh i love what? it are you given are you given more information than us what, what do you do you get to interview anybody <laughs> or are you just keeping up with all the insiders 
I'm just keeping up, just, you know, doing the job every day. And as the host, the I didn't know if they gave you more shit or not. No, 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 I don't. By the way, I'm off of Twitter. I'm not on. I, I stay off. I, I want to be surprised, you know, by everything that that goes on. Oh, really? Uh, on stage. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't want to know. Wow. I, I, hey, I find respect. out as soon as it comes out of the commissioner's mouth. Every hey, time. hey, that's talent, Rich. Hey, you got talent, Rich. Go, Rich. This guy's got talent. This guy's got a brain. Look at him. He's out here doing it. Rich, I love that. That is not normal in your position. You know that. I I I only know how I can do it, and that's the way we do it. I'm We're all off of Twitter. I mean, Mayock never was on Twitter to begin with. But even, you know, Daniel uh, taking Mayock's spot when Mayock left to go do the, the GMing of the the raiders we're all off of twitter we, we are not on it we don't know it and we just wanted to be surprised just like everyone else when there's a trade when something's happening um and that's the whole beautiful part about it if you're going to continue watching this draft as a television and entertainment show which it is then i'm there for it pac-man yeah. has a question for you rich oh that's the man i, I wouldn't wouldn't have thought that he just said, yeah, but, pretty impressive, Rich. Yeah, hey, Rich, you got a break. Hell 19 yeah. years into this thing, you haven't lost it at all. You smoked dope? You smoked dope, Rich? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right yeah. Now, you mean in this room? No, in ever. Do you? I mean, have I ever in my life? No, or? you get what I'm saying. Like, yeah. are you... Uh, oh, not, not before tonight. No, not before tonight, Pat. Oh, okay. You're in California out there, though, right? Yeah, well, I sweet. guess you live out there. Not in, You're in Kansas City now, but you live in California. I can see how that habit yes. could develop quickly. Mm -hmm. They deliver that shit in I don't know. I, yeah. uh, Pat, I don't know if it would be a good look for the, the lead guy of the NFL Network to stroll in and out of a dispensary. I just don't know if that would be a, a good look for me. Would it? Mm, you never know. Great look. <laughs> Personally, I, I think it would be a great look. I mean, yeah. you might have different answers on the other side, but... I don't know how living in California, I feel like that's like one of you live out here, you get great weather. What? what? You get this shit delivered to your house every single day. It just makes you happier. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Then you just go live your life. That is I'm I'm proud of you. You don't. You got a good brain. Good brain. Pac has something for you there, Rich. Since you don't know what the teams are doing, how do you rank this talent in this draft compared to the last what twenty drafts that you have yeah. done? What do you mean? How would I rate just overall? Just the talent in this draft class compared to I would say I oh. I, I honestly I I, I I'm not really an all 22 guy. I just read what I read and hear what I hear and watched college football, just like everyone else, you know? And so um, I would say folks believe if let's just say next year's quarterbacks were in this year's draft, Bryce young might crack the top three. I mean, that's what everyone's talking about next year with Caleb Williams and Drake may. And um, there's no tanking in football, really, when it comes to the players on a Sunday or a Saturday or a Thursday. Amen. I mean, Say it louder. One office is my tank by taking players away. Amen. But, you, st you know, when when, when toe meets ball, you know, the, everybody still balls out and goes hunts. Hell yeah. But um, I, I don't I, I wouldn't say that this is worth It's better than last year. I would say that. You know, mm. based on from what I'm seeing and hearing. So I think but the, it all, the reason really why comes out in a wash. I know it sounds like a cop out. It takes three to five years to figure out what a draft is. Well, anyway, we, why, we agree completely. That's why the draft spectacular is what it is. Because I mean, we're forcing D butts tonight to make Hall of Fame comparisons uh -huh. to all of these guys, and that's why like everybody does because of what you talked about earlier with the yeah. hope yeah. and the optimism. This could be everybody could be like they were running. They were acting like it was well, breaking news. Anthony Richardson said he plans on making the Hall of Fame. It's like every motherfucker that goes in the first round is. <laughs> 
planning on making it to the Hall of Fame, even yeah, if it was a kicker yeah, exactly. that was taken in the first round trying to make it to the Hall of Fame. And the fans are hoping that they do as well. It's a beautiful thing. But you're right, five years, three years, there's a lot of time to judge whether or not somebody's a great draft pick and who got screwed and who didn't. Right, and the same thing goes for trades. Like, everybody is evaluating the Rodgers, Jets, Packers trade right now and who had leverage and who didn't. Jets gave up too much, of all of that. And then you let's see how it plays out. Because, again, let's just use the, uh, the trade for uh, Matthew Stafford, the Rams and the Lions, for instance. At the time, people are like, really? They traded all that for Matthew Stafford? You know, they, they gave up all those first-round picks for a guy who's never won a playoff game? Really? Is that what they're doing? So that was the evaluation first blush. And then tonight, when the Lions are on the clock using the Rams pick sixth overall, some people will be like, what a terrible trade that was. They lost their first-round pick. But maybe if we asked anybody, evaluate the trade on the night of the Super Bowl that the Rams won. Yeah. In I mean, L.A. In L.A. Straight. Crazy. Like, they'll be staying – like, the Rams – when they'll be – uh, when the Lions are sixth on the clock, they'll be staring at that beautiful trophy in the case and going, we're good. This like, is what we traded. <laughs> this is what we you traded know? for that pick that they're taking right there, probably on Jalen Carter, if he's not taken by that point, because MCDC has already said something about him, even though we have no idea who's telling the truth and who's not. Right. We're a big believer. If you win a Super Bowl, you won. Like, oh, yeah. that's yeah. the, we are, because yeah. that's, especially in L.A., think about the Rams, in L.A. with the Chargers coming there, Super Bowl in L.A., like winning, that is massive, especially with L.A. people, no offense, L.A. people were probably looking for a team to be a fan of, because the NFL is fun, they become football fans, a team is back in L.A., like, let's just pick a team, which team are we going to pick? Oh, the one that won the biggest fucking game of all time in our city, like, Smart. that is, uh, that is a good business, that is a good business decision. Last one here for you about the draft from D-Butt. Yes, sir. Rich, I know you've been doing this a long, long time, but do you have a favorite draft memory that kind of sticks out, you know, above all the other ones? Um, Favorite draft memory? Either on um, the, you know, obviously. Is it, pick is it, is it, it involve the, a draft choice or us on the It can set. be anything, anything. The city, the pick, anything. No restrictions. <laughs> okay. Um, favorite city draft was Nashville. Oh, yeah. Um, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That was and Pat. You were part of that. That was a big part of your your ascension to your current role in in our world in sports media business. Bro, two hundred fifty thousand people allegedly out there. Dude, Nuts. that was that was epic to use the phrase. It was epic. You put me over but, though. I appreciate it. you and Charles Davis both. Appreciate you guys. But but you also, I mean, you had a perspective I didn't have. You staring down lower Broadway. Look at that shot, man. I mean, <laughs> that was unbelievable. Just a little promo I mean, work. Nashville, Nashville should get this event once every three. It should be like in a rotation of the Super Bowl. Just it, it that was nuts. And that was a hell of a spot. I, I loved it. That's my favorite draft setup in city in in doing other than you know, being me being a native New Yorker and doing it in Radio City Music Hall for all those years, that was great. Um, and you know, being there when the Jets traded up for Sanchez, um, and no, um, that was good. that was a big draft moment. Um, Drew Pearson coming out and giving the Eagles fans a bunch of shit was a lot of fun too. <laughs> that was great. Um, then on the set in Philadelphia too, that on the Rocky Steps, that was amazing. And Mayock, um, he was so he was such a red ass sometimes he was so upset that this was in the era where teams would on the last day of the draft have different setups to announce their fourth fifth sixth seventh round pick someone would like a fan from you know denmark would be announcing a pick yeah. and all of that stuff 
And so the Colts one year decided oh. to highlight their zoo, the Indianapolis Zoo. Oh, yeah, I know. And had a orangutan <laughs> yeah, introduce the picks by touching a screen to yeah. reveal the names of the Fucking picks. Rocky's the name of that orangutan, yeah. Rocky, thank yeah, you. Um, and so Mayock was so livid. Me too. That these kids' <laughs> dreams were being made. It's the, like their moment. And in, instead of us treating it with the seriousness that it requires, Agreed. it's, a, as he said, an ape touching a screen wow. Yeah. Wow. and my and then i just love it i think it was either charles davis who i know you also had recently he's an awesome dude and uh or daniel jeremiah corrected mike to say it's an orangutan it's not it's wow. not an ape and Z. he just lost his mind there it is there you go zach Banner. Zach had no shot with the no chance he had no ch in, that's an orangutan by the way the only reason why i learned that <laughs> very is good like, it's not orangutan it's orangutan Sorry. the only reason why i know yep. that is because when these things came to our city it was this yeah. huge ordeal we're talking about this orangutan exhibit is the nicest in the northeast of the uh, uh, planet Earth, pretty much, is what I was talking about. So this Rocky had been in music videos. Rocky's been in some movies. Jeez. Rocky's a fucking dog, dude. This is Rocky right here. And as I learned about Rocky coming to our city, I was, I was a big fan. This was actually a part of my draft announcement because this was uh, shortly after I retired. Me, Joe Wrights, and Robert Mathis all retired at the same year. Robert Mathis, obviously the headline of that class, should go into the Hall of Fame at some point. Absolute dog. So when the draft came up, they had Robert Mathis pick the second overall pick, uh, or the second round pick. Joe Wrights selected the third overall pick. And I love Joe. I fucking love Joe. I do. I enjoy Joe. Joe's a great guy. Joe's an incredible guy. I love Joe. Joe's third round. And then the orangutan <laughs> was the fourth round. So mm. this guy replaced me. So I got replaced by fucking Rocky this year, pal. So the yeah, yeah, that's this is a memory. Now. That's great. Yeah, I was sitting I at home. No idea. I was I was maybe on cloud fifty at home watching. Like, <laughs> are we serious right now? That that guy just that's a zoo animal. That's the zoo animal. What just took my? That was the whole thing. And then you guys were burying the the all right, which I appreciated. That's the Felt thing. like I was part of the team. So I, I we were just we were like, what is happening? And Mayock the first couple times, and when you know Mayock with his accent, <laughs> he goes, if we go back to that ape one more time, I'm gonna lose it, you know. And we're like, well, here we go, culture on the clock. Let's go to the zoo. And there's Rocky. Fantastic. Hey, Rocky runs this shit. Grover Stewart was obviously much picker. He's still on uh, a much quicker oh, pick. Yep. He's still on Look the team. Go. Hell yeah, Grover. <laughs> I think he took a banana out of the bag. I think he took, yeah, I mean, God. Well, and that's actually a 40. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah, we don't know if it's a 40. In, in the end, you got the last laugh, too, because I was just at the zoo, and Rocky is just in Whoa. dumps right now. Okay, They so, need to help him out. So I have seen the orangutan exhibit. I have gone to see it. The wife obviously loves the animals, so we've been to the zoo a few times. Said exhibit that they're in, I think when the weather's nice, is really nice. <laughs> it's great. They got, like, they got right. things to, like, climb on mm -hmm. and, like, do the whole zoo. When the weather's not bad, they're kind of in this, like, this boxed-in thing. And I'll tell you what, they say that we share a lot of DNA traits with uh, orangutans and everything. Mm -hmm. You're looking in the eyes of a friend who's in a bad spot whenever you're staring at yeah. that orangutan. Get me out of here, please. Please. They're sending messages. And then one time, I just seen an orangutan Don't. dump just shit right while staring at me. Yeah. Just dump all over the place and then walk away. So... I don't know how happy the orangutans are, but I don't think they are necessarily happy to be forced to pay, make picks in front of, you know, Mike Mayock with no respect either. So these were, these orangutans got a tough life. Yeah, it's it's brutal. I get it. Yep. Maybe the, hey, maybe tonight though, some other zoo animal shows up. That'd be cool. <laughs>
That'd be great. Like a wolf. I don't maybe. know if Kansas City has a zoo. I don't, I don't know. Maybe they do. Rogers I have no idea. Have a night one. Yeah, Killer Wolf. Or they got a zoo. Kansas City has to have yeah, a zoo. That's where yeah, they, they get all their that, barbecue. They got that wolf walking around the street. No, remember? Oh, no, hold on a second. What? It's not where they get all their barbecue, is it? Because I mean, <laughs> I'm going out for that later on. Whoa, 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 yeah, they raise the pigs in house. I'll tell you what. Gates, Gates barbecue. Some of those is that yeah. the spot? Is that a local spot? Is that, is that where they kill them at? And cook yeah, I think no, that no, might no, no, be on no, no. tap for delivery tonight. There like you go. Right that's, around that's the one. Fourteenth pick or something. That's what I've heard. All right. What slaps too? There's another one. Well, that's the one we we seen yesterday. Arthur Arthur Bryant. Oh. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's another one. We'll go for it. A lot of good meat out there. Mm -hmm. Good meat out there, Rich. <laughs> I saw that too. You keep killing it, Pat. Man. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, Rich Eisen. We watch you. We appreciate you. We love you, Rich. Goodbye. Yep, appreciate you, man. The best. He's the best, dude. Yeah. He's the absolute best. And he's great for the entire weekend of the draft. So his favorite draft memory was that orangutan. Yep. Yeah, interesting. That's what he said. Sounds like that was, you know. Now piss Mike Mayock was. So, man, if we go back to that ape, what a hilarious Is line. Is Mayock ever going to come back to the... I don't know. That's interesting because he's getting paid for how long? Didn't he sign an extension? I don't know. I can't remember. I think another couple years, right? Yeah, I think he's think getting money. Couple. That's how that works, right? You I get... thought he would have put another draft, like a mock draft out, and he didn't. He was good on TV. Right. Yeah, he was yeah. great. He was really good. Being a GM over there for the, the Raiders, he was just, what, uh, doing tasks for John Gruden. Yeah, right. Gruden was just telling him, hey, I Gruden want this guy. Final. And then Gruden was sending email, you know. And then right, one thing led uh, to another. Does anybody want to? Uh, anybody? Jerry uh, was going, hey, John, what's going on? Yeah, Jerry did do a little peek. See, mm. there's a lot that's going on in the NFL. <laughs> Tonight is going to be bananas, it sounds like. I don't like that he doesn't pay attention to anything. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't seem like he do. That's He definitely does, though, because he saw us talking about the meat. Did well, he, and someone has to tell uh, him. Did he mean, though, like... On tonight, he stays off Twitter, so he yeah. doesn't know what the pick is. Oh, yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, that's what I took that as. Oh, I was no, talking about I, leading up to it. He took it like, we don't have Twitter. Yeah, he took nah, Yeah, he took yours the way you meant it. Or he didn't take yours the way you meant it. He took it as tonight. Yeah, but I must have delivered I it falsely. Saying, I thought he was saying that uh, he, doesn't, wrong. Do he doesn't like looking at anything up to the draft. That's, right? what, I that's what I was asking about. Yeah. Oh, see, I Can we call him back? Can we call him back? That was the Zoom? Because <laughs> once the so, show starts, staying off Twitter makes sense for him because he just wants to see, like, from the stage who's getting Real reaction. One million percent makes yeah. sense during the show. Yeah. Because if it does not make sense leading up to it. That's At why all. I was so befuddled. I was like. After the noise, right? What, leading up? Yeah. He has to know somebody's got to be doubted. He actually said Bill Belichick might be doing something, so he's on Reddit at least. Yeah, yeah. so he knows that. Uh, yeah, let's let's FaceTime him. We, well, and the producer's got to be telling him in his ear. <laughs> well, like, on hey. here he has Twitter. He got a blue check. Yeah, he's very good. He's actually a pretty prolific Twitterer. He's not bad. He's not a bad Twitterer. He, he claims well. he didn't pay for it. He claims he just got it back. A lot of people are claiming that. I paid for it. I mean, what are we talking about? I live on Twitter. Uh, I pay for it. Too. We post a lot of photos. Yeah. Same. There's a reason to pay for it now, too, versus before. Yeah, I mean, it definitely makes your experience on there allegedly better. The fact that I can post long videos is 100% the reason yeah. why we did it. But also, I assume it's going to have other benefits. And also, it's a business. I live on there. I fucking yeah. live on mm -hmm. there. <laughs> we need you to keep going. Edit tweets alone is worth it. Yeah, yeah that's People not People have been asking for that for, for years. Joining us now, uh, ladies and gentlemen, back from Kansas City, uh, Rich Eisen. Yeah, Rich. Rich. Hey, we what, need I, a, what, what, what I missed? No, we need a little clarity. We need a little clarity on something here. Yeah. So you don't do Twitter night of draft or leading up to draft? Oh, night of draft. Okay, 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 okay. I okay. Do it leading up. Ha 50 /50. Yeah, once, once the, the thing I hate the most, Pat, and rest, you know, the thing I hate the most is anybody thinking I'm not genuine. 
you know, like truly, I, I work too damn hard to to, or or I've got other shit going on in the world that I'm not gonna. I'm a 53 year old man with a lot of shit going on, like Brady would say. Hell yeah! Like I'm, I, I am not gonna go on the air just to look good or think I I'm telling you like I know stuff you don't. Like that's not me. I, I want to go on the air and host the draft like I watched it in college. Hell yeah! Just to have have those moments where I'm excited, just like you are. And the last thing I want to do is go on Twitter and know this stuff or or be made to think that I do know this stuff. I don't. So I'm off of Twitter the first night, but I'm back on it for later on in the draft. Okay, so, so now we know that. Now we know that. Now we know that we can kind right. of pepper That's Rich it. with tweets the next couple of days. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. night though. Hey, we appreciate you, ladies and gentlemen, Rich Eisen. Good luck yeah, tonight and the weekend. <laughs> He's a man who's a college football national champion, a Super Bowl champion. What? Not a Ryder Cup champion, but he is a champion of Ohio. Yeah, That's right. Ohio gave out an award, just said, hey, fuck it. Who should we give this to? Mm -hmm. AJ. Some Ohioan. Hawker. Boom. We'll the give it to Ohioan. AJ Hawk. It is a guy who's a father of 10, COVID survivor, and a man who won number five overall in the NFL draft, AJ hey. Hawk. Yeah. 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 AJ, the champion of Ohio, obviously a good friend of Aaron Rodgers, we think, we assume. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, after yeah. his Instagram post a couple days ago, <laughs> the first videos have come out of him slinging the pill for old New York Jets in that gang green, probably in front of people that he's never met before, who he's trying to make a good impression to, thrown to Alan Lazard, common target, in his Adidas shoes, Nike fit, he looks in shape, and he's fucking... Spinning that thing, AJ, Ooh. in the middle of April. I don't know if we've seen video of this much in the past. He's there for the duration. What are your thoughts on Aaron and the Jets getting started over there? I mean, I think it, it, it said it all when he walked in for his first day and he has the Jets hoodie on. Like, he he hadn't even been to the facility yet and he's already supporting the squad. You can tell how excited the dude is. And obviously, a nice little completion here. So, Alan Lazard, nice, nice catch and get up field for sure. some yak. So, yeah, Jets in the Super Bowl, right? Yep, I think that's the only option. Mm-hmm. That's it. Super Bowl or what? Or nothing. Bust. You tell us, AJ. You know more about it. I don't know. What it, I'm saying for the people in New York, like Greeny, and the people who are diehards, Super are Bowl. they thinking, hey, are we completely devastated if they don't win the Super Bowl? Well, I actually saw yesterday that Aaron said, like, he sees Mike Greenberg and mm -hmm. everybody else. Greeny ripped that clip and said best day of his life. Got a text from Greeny yesterday. Hey, did you see this? It was the video yeah. of Aaron shouting out Greenberg. His wife posted it and said, hey, he has openly said, I think he's got like uh, three kids, obviously yeah, married. A couple, couple of them. A couple of them. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know yeah. Two, I believe. Two. The best day of his life, Aaron Rodgers saying, I know Mike Greenberg's out there excited, but it's all the other fans as well. Jets fans are having a parade right now. And on the other side, the Packers, what are the expectations? What are the expectations? What are the thoughts? Are they going to give Jordan Love a couple years? Goody has handled this all pretty well, I think, publicly. I think. Publicly, he's handled this well. I don't know about everything else behind the yeah. scenes. But, like, what do you think the expectations are for the Packers, for your Packers, for the, the team that you're the all-time leading tackler for, AJ? Well, I feel like with the Packers, as long as Aaron has been there, like, I heard yesterday people were talking about, oh, like, winning a division. Like, that's never been a thing. Like, mm -hmm. when Aaron was in Green Bay, winning division was never something you talked about. Yes. It was a given. Yeah, of course. Like, Con Man and the Patriots, they expected to win a division yeah. for so Keep many years. Keep expecting it forever. You yeah. have your yeah. eyes in the Super Bowl. You no, know? I expect so that's right. When what you lose you a great Ron? quarterback, the expectations change, and I don't think the Packers have picked up Jordan Love's fifth-year option, so it really is kind they of They have like until a, uh, three days. Uh, yeah, May. end of the weekend. Why didn't Chase Young get picked up? I didn't understand that one either. That's interesting. He was just on TV. Yeah. yeah. Well, he was hurt for two. I mean, AQ. I know AQ. Yeah. AQ's got that. I think, I think this year's a 
figure it out. We got to see what he can do. He's been he out was, for two years. He was so unblockable for the first two years, though. Like, Has he played? League? What has happened? He, he, he didn't play last year. He hurt his knee. Knee. ACL, right? And he couldn't hurt his knee against us. Buccaneers. It was kind of like a – now, I'm not going to say it. It wasn't – wasn't a Ben Simmons situation because we don't know, or it yeah. wasn't. It was kind of like a Zion situation where it was like he was supposed to be back for the beginning of the year last year, and then he just never was. Yeah, Ever. was that public expectation in internal? Why did we think he was going to be back? And I think he it was back? just the timing of of the. Did he play at all? Remember they like no. activated him off the pup and he started practicing yeah. a little bit and we're like, okay, here we go, and then he never got back. We thought they were going to make a run, maybe at that like to make a playoff run, didn't we? Yes, because because uh, old Cuzzy Heineken, Heineke, Heineke, Zin, 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 Zin. That's all they were doing was winning. Yeah, they beat the Eagles and then they went on that run. Beat the Colts last second, yep. last drive. Uh-huh. Uh Throw to scary Terry McLaurin. They go on a run. And then he comes back. We're like, okay, they got the best D line in football. Yeah, they were in it. And then Ron Rivera didn't know that if they lost that game at Bingo. the end of the season, that they weren't they were eliminated from. He didn't know the playoff implications. Yeah, you know, when Carson Wentz started. So, is his it mic sound weird? Hello, hello, hello. I don't know. Maybe it's my ear thing. Are you coming through one ear on anybody else's ear? No, good for me. Me too. I think it was good for me too. Let me hear that. Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> Ooh. Sounds good. He does Great. sound really good. Yeah, fantastic. Nice, nice pipes. Yeah, because in the nice. first hour, you're using a uh-huh. lav around your neck. Yeah. Now you're using his mic. Sounds good. A little better? Listen to you. Got some bass in there? Man. Oh, my God. Bill excited. Today's Holy a draft. Let's shit. go. Let's go. DSD got a mic. Holy. Let's go. Hell yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Tom. So he had his rookie year uh, where he played 15 games, had that great. He was, yeah. what, defensive rookie of the yep. year? Yeah. Uh, and then week nine, the second year, he got hurt. So normally when you get hurt week nine, you would think you'd come back the next year. He uh, had the ACL. He, yeah. he played two games and had five total tackles. Where were the two all. games late? I don't know, to be honest. Doesn't say. Oh, did he come back for he two? He was on and then they shut him down after? Yeah, he was on pup or something. Really? Well, I know to start the season he didn't play. Weird year. I, I thought it was it's like week weird. 12 or 13. In my head, when I seen him on TV this morning, he was on uh, Up and Adams. Uh-huh. He was alongside Rich Paul with yes. Clutch. They signed a deal with... New Balance, maybe? Is that what it is? A shoe brand. New Balance. I think Ooh. Rich Paul took over control of the shoe brand. Of New Balance? He, he's Bruce is saying yes to New Balance. Okay. Yeah. New Balance. Okay. So New Balance is becoming a new brand. Chase Young, I believe, was one of the signings yeah. for that particular brand, if that makes sense. Just like Bryce Young just got signed to Jordan. Congrats, right. Bryce Young. Oh, right. Getting free yeah. Jays forever. That's sweet. Yeah, what a connect. Unbelievable. Yep. In Carolina, too. Good Legend. for him. Makes sense. Hey, Bryce Young is going to be number one overall. Everybody just kind of understands it now at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Minus 5,000. Yeah. I mean, that you, you can't really think any other way. There's no way that changes. No, no way. No way. I know we was talking about the size was the only thing that was a knock on him, but um, I think that's over with. And once you go look at it, the quarterbacks ain't getting hit really like that. That You can't hit them in the head. So can't you, land on him either. You can't right. plant him like you used to. You used to be taught to plant him, and hey, my weight needs to land on this dude. And what is it now? What was the word they were using? Sling? Yeah, uh, sling, not slam. Yeah. Slung, sling. The, not Grady, the Grady Jarrett, so. Tom Brady tackle. I yes. forget how they were. Yeah, yeah that's what it can't was. Do that. It that was the debate. Yeah, well, so you're allowed what to about sling. The hip drop? Oh, it's it's still good. The it's Gator roll. Good. Hip drop. Who came up with that name? Who came? I Peter King. Peter King. No, it was the inventor of football, I believe. Yeah, Will. Will Sharp. Will? Warren is his name. There's no reason for you Will. to speak the way you speak. Warren. Got a cool staff. I thought you guys got along. I thought you and Warren Sharper we're back. We are. We're tight. You read his book, Tony. He yeah. ha- you have his book. Yeah, I big do. big book. Right, sitting What's right next called? to Greenies. Uh, numbers in football. Nice. Look at that. 
He was very pissed off about that tackle and what it was doing to people, though. Mm-hmm. So it's the because Pollard, right? You know, what's that? Yeah, Tony Pollard. That was the last one in the last right. game of the year, the Pollard tackle. Yeah, it's like the uh, is that's called that's the name of it. Yeah, hip. Did drop. you guys know that was the name of it? Absolutely not. I've <laughs> no, never heard. Of, never heard of the name. Me, that's what, this is not a football it? name. Like what well, we should know. Is this some shit somebody else made up that didn't play? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He's yeah. got to see some shit. Exactly. Some guys exactly. sitting there high. Oh, we're gonna call this shit the Gator Row. What the fuck is the Gator Row? Yeah, happened to my homes against the Jacks. Okay. It's called trying to get a motherfucker down right. by any means yeah. possible. Yeah. yeah, but they were trying to get rid of that because I assume with Warren Sharp getting involved, the number of times that particular tackle was used and how many times people were, were injured versus other styles of tackling, which I guess the hip drop tackle would be from. Come, tackle from behind. Mm-hmm. I think that would be yeah. the nah, not always side, right? I, side. Hey, I think I felt bad. I technically had a hip drop tackle on Larry Johnson and her, he hurt his ankle bad. Like it is dangerous. I didn't mean to, but like D Butt said, you gotta find a way to get the guy on the ground. Yeah. And I was like flying sideways on him and had to recover and like slid down his body and landed on his ankle. It felt so, terrible actually. So what are you doing? You're wrapping him and then you're just trying to put all the weight in the ass to get to the ground as fast as possible? Well, I mean, it's it's not it's all like instincts or whatever. I think he had like an angle on me, and he kind of was going downhill, and I hit him. And then, yeah, as you're trying to adjust and not get run over, you grab whatever you can, and you slide down the legs. Yeah, it's a it's normally. I, think, I don't think you can do this on purpose, though. Like, no, you can't. You can't, you can't teach shit. that. You definitely don't teach. That's it. why the Jags Chiefs conversation was so big because Mahomes remember he threw the ball and the guy had his arms on his hip and instead of just kind of letting it go, he just dropped down and fucked up his ankle. I think intent is going to be. Yeah, something right. that should be it able should to be. be, but they don't. They don't. They're scared so to I've death. argued with mm-hmm. them. You know, hey, they're scared to death to do it because now you're getting more refs reading things. Like we, that NFL doesn't want that. No, no right. way. Yeah. Especially because you got refs out there, huh? 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 Yeah, exactly. Ah, <laughs> back at the head touch. Yeah. You know Hit what I mean? Boom. That's what I thought. Fuck you. You're out. Personal foul. Asshole that just hit me. Yeah. They're ready. You know. So you don't want to. I think the NFL is scared to death. Well, some people in the NFL are scared to give the refs more judgment because now you're banking on the human as opposed to the the role. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I think yeah. you have to have the humans in there. Have to. All the great refs, all the people that we respect, all the people that are basically talking on TV now, yes. they were all humans. Like, that is, they were reading the game. You hear Gene Steratore, these two guys have been hand-jousting all game long. If it's a little bit more, they kind of know where we're at. If it's a little bit less, they know where we're at. Like, you kind of got to just kind of play it like that, Pat. Like, that's literally how he, he breaks it down. It's like, oh, you're a human there. You know, like you're using intent in judgment, in reading, in consistency, seemingly, while other refs are like, well, by the book, I can call this and I will call this. It's like it's just a fine balance of how they fix that. But whenever they were thinking about banning that whole thing, it was like, how is that going to how how are you going to be able to ban that? I don't know. But I guess they thought they couldn't couldn't ban the helmet down tackles either like you used to do and try to end it on a quarterback. Yeah, or no, that yeah. Was crazy when we first heard. Yeah, landing is, but the horse collar is what's kind of. I, yeah. I understand the horse collar thing, but it is crazy if you watch clips. I don't know when the horse collar came in. Like every once in a while, clips will pop up from college or something, and we're making horse collar tackles all day long, everywhere <laughs> yeah. on the sidelines, all over the place, and also diving headfirst into piles. Like when <laughs> you're if you're That's pursuing the ball, there's two or three guys on them. You have D lineman guys diving headfirst in, and there's never a flag called. And now I like. Man, your your condition now, like dude, that could be thrown out of the game, probably. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. so such an easy way to get somebody down too. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. That's, that was great. It was an incredible. I have a couple uh, college kicking return. I think horse collar. Just let me grab this fucker. Yep, I'm heavier than you are. Exactly. You're coming down, but it was like a setup. I'm happy they changed that rule. 
Like yeah, I, I, I understand it. I understand. Yeah, because I was ready to fight when somebody did me. Every time. I, yeah. Every it don't matter. Like, hey, bro, <laughs> let's go. You can roll your <laughs> shit. Yeah. You yeah. can, I mean, that's the easy, you, Knees. it feels like you should blow something every single time your body gets bent that way at the speed in which you're at there. So I like that they changed that. There is a rule, what, like upper shoulder plate though, or whatever, right? Guys are grabbing and tackling yeah. by. Jersey. Shoulder jerseys can't grab the back of their collar. Yeah, see, like, that's a bad play right there. Yeah, you can grab back of the jersey, but you just can't 17 grab the flags. Shoulder play. Right, yeah. I, I think the or he probably the got fine like play hell on that play. How much you think he got fined, D? But that's a hundred. Oh yeah, that's a hundred piece. You're, you're talking up here, like uh, up here. No, I think it was like like the name plate. They, there was something that happened. It, not this one. Name. There was something that <laughs> you happened. Can grab them, but you can't like pull them. Like you can touch up there. I forget the rule. What you, what you. But what we're, what we're all getting back to is that they've changed rules on hitting and like doing that type of stuff. That hip drop one, I think, would be very interesting to see how you would actually, how the how athletes would adapt. Yeah. How would they change that? How it's not I mean, something you ever are taught. You can't teach it. It's like a, it's an instinctual thing where hey, I gotta, I gotta do whatever I can to get them. Hey, it wasn't banned. Let's just move on. It wasn't banned. Why do we even? Why are we it even was, bringing it back it into the world? Sling, if it ever does get. I feel like the athletes will adapt. Just like the defenseless receivers, the horse collar, the shit we've always done. Like once the game changed, the landing on the quarterback, sling them. Like once it changes, especially <laughs> you heard Pat, you talking about 50, 60, you know, these big fines. Shit, motherfuckers learn quick once yeah. that money starts. James Harrison <laughs> didn't. Pocket. James well, Harrison, he, uh, he was, well, that was a part of that whole transition phase. And I think like the heads up football and U.S. football and all that shit that kind of had the next generation ready. You know, like this whole generation now, yes. their heads are out of it completely. They teach them head behind on the, it's, I still can't figure it out. But yeah, angle tackle, they have their head behind the ball, not across the bow as you always usually. Spackle. You don't go head to ball. Right. I, I don't, I'm not going to tell you what I teach, but I'm saying how they, <laughs> how they, the videos they have you watch the and the heads up tackling. And it's, I've talked to many people that played at high levels and I can't really get a, a possible explanation on how the head behind I just know any running back who's decent at all, if he has an angle and he's running towards the sideline, if I don't get my head across, he's either stiff arming me to the ground or mm -hmm. he's just running clean through me. Mm -hmm. Right right through that one. You know, that one arm real good. That's Whole sick. body, a lot better. You know what I mean? That's a that's a vastly different yeah. scene there. <laughs> Your kids aren't going to get run through, though, huh? No chance. No, no way. It will. It will. Everyone, hey, it's part of the deal. You're going to get run over, but you got to figure it out. But it's like, I just don't know. It's like head behind, and then they teach like the old – it, rugby roll, gator roll situation. Oh, there it is. Mm -hmm. Gator roll, tackle. That's why know. I looked it up. Hip, hip drop comes from rugby. That's where it's from. Oh. Okay. okay, so it has names over there. They yes. have styles over there. Yeah. Over here, it's just get going, ground. ground. Right. Head to the ball. Right. Well, not anymore. Head, head to the ball. Head no. behind. Shit in the league, that's the only time we tackle, too, is in the game. Like, literally. Yeah. So you tackle yeah. Shady McCoy, Adrian Peterson, you know, but John Robinson get drafted. Like, you got to tackle those guys with literally no, you know, prep throughout the season. You may do maybe a couple of drills in maybe training a, camp. Just some thudding. Yeah, just some thudding. Yeah, but no take line. down to the ground. You don't yeah. completely no different world, take down to the ground. Completely different. Completely, yeah. yeah. There's right. some guys, Tay like to hit, like there's some corners that love to oh, hit, yeah. some undersized yeah. guys that love to hit. Yeah. Then there's some guys that we're not, right? Yeah. That's yeah. not what we're here for. Smart one. I like the action. You did? Yeah, I love the action. But I came from playing running back. You about that. So it was kind of different. I went from running back, going to West Virginia, being behind Avon Coburn, saying you're not going to play up. You can go over here and try to start at corner and do punt return, kick return. Sound like a better deal to me. Hold on. you That's when you started playing corner? Was it West Virginia? Yeah. Oh, I assumed you came up on yeah, the island. Damn. No, no. Running back I came up in too? the backfield, bro, having 
five touchdowns. What? For 410 <laughs> yards. What? It was a normal weekend for me. <laughs> really? That's a real deal? Yeah, real deal. So who who taught you a corner? You just Coach Gibby. Tony Gibson. Gibby taught me everything I know. Right now, he's at NC State. Yeah. Wolfpack. We're talking full 10, and that guy's mm-hmm. Hell yeah. He recruited me out of Pittsburgh, too. We're talking we're talking massive. Horseshoe. Yeah, yeah. Old like, school. Like, yeah. it feels like his face. He's a handsome guy, yeah. but it feels like his face might be stretched at some point. <laughs> so not the only thing he taught Pac-Man. Yeah, he yeah. definitely taught me to dip, too. Whoa! Slow down. Whoa, It's not his fault. It's all his fault. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, give is your fault. If fault. you want to call he's a great guy. We we still talk to him. We were just talking to him the uh, other day. I can't believe that's why. I did not know that. Yeah. Then you go five overall. It's pretty good. Yeah. That makes sense why you're so comfortable with the ball in your hand. Three years it's after put. learning how to play it. Pretty good. That's a tough position. Yeah, that's interesting. Just wouldn't go to safety. That was a running back. Mm-hmm. Moved to corner. Well, I don't play any other positions. Yeah, it makes sense why I caught a pass on him now. Yeah. He just hasn't played it that long. <laughs> That's the thing. And we, he, I asked him about uh, what you did. He said playing every position, that takes big brain. That's a big, big brain. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to hear you break some people down tonight. It'll be fun. Whenever it comes to the comps, because you played corner, nickel, and safety. Yep. A lot of people do that. I think Pat P is about to do that right now, right? Yep. Is he? He's moving? I they think were, so. They, they were on the All Things. Is that what All Things covered? Is that what it's called? Yeah. McFadden? Yep. Yeah. And, CBS? And uh, they were talking about how the Steelers are going to be asking him to do things that he's never done in his career. And he basically said, like, you know, when you're the guy, you both teams just have you just take away the another guy. Yep. But now. Uh, and McFadden was trying to ask him, like, what exactly he's going to do. And he just said, I'm going to be all over the field, basically. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's a smart dude. We've had on the show, he talks about how he breaks down film. Big body, obviously, so he can play in any position. Knows the game inside and out. And he, you know, he's done all the other shit. Followed the number one receivers. Yeah. Uh, what do you mean, two, top five coming up? Yeah. yeah. He's 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 turn, played so both he, ways. Hey, he was a dog. Like, like, absolute yeah. dog. So. He was catching the ball on the one in the end zone on punts. It's like, what's oh, yeah. this guy's problem? Yeah. <laughs> Bro, let what, it go. Just Bring like this out. fucking asshole right here. But whatever. No hey, what was it like? Was it that's a big transition? You just kind of have to know everybody's position. That's the biggest deal with that, or what? Yes. So, um, did it's you struggle like, ever? Uh, early on, like when I moved to safety full time, just like the angles, because you know, as a corner, you know, you're all your back is to the ball a lot. You know, you're tackling wide receivers a lot in space. And at free safety, shit, that a gap can open up. It's you and you, you in the back one on one. You got to break. You know coming towards the line of scrimmage sometimes with the ball in the air, so it was different. Uh, that was the biggest adjustment. Um, but as far as, like, physically, like, the stress levels, going from corner or nickel to a safety, completely different. Night and day, much easier from that standpoint. You can see more at safety. You can, you know, anticipate things more. Uh, I, I probably enjoyed playing safety uh, probably the most out of all of them, honestly. Hey, you used to hit people, too, every once in a while. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. throw it around a little bit. I was only a buck, buck 85, so I couldn't get in there every What are you time. now, 250 I mean, on I'm all down. the juice? Yeah, all the juice. Dunking on people at the Y. Did you see that video he put <laughs> yeah. out? Him cutting promos the on the people he was playing against. Did you see this? Yeah, who do you but who do you have filming? Like, are you just getting highlights all day long on that? So, there? on that, the last one I put out, it was somebody filming. Some, some guy I didn't know he sent it to me after. But, I mean, I got... Brothers, whoever come to the gym, we got you know I'm 37 now, so I got to get this shit on tape. No, this is my those last days. dance. <laughs> Crush it. So what y'all just meet here every week and you just go dog them out? Ah, uh, you know sometimes you get invited to different gyms. Hey, we hooping here, we hooping at this high school. We got this, you know. So it depends, you know. But I'm always trying to look for it after COVID. After the shut, every bunch of gyms got shut down. It's it's tougher. So now people call. You've always been get, pickup basketball guy. Though? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm tomorrow. And as soon as the season ends, like, it's pick up ball, ball every day. That's the best conditioning. 
And you you beat the hell out and of him. You're very good at basketball. Yeah, you're very, very good at basketball. To. Can you get in Gary V's game, you think? No, nah, I wouldn't play with Gary V. Why not? Why? I can't play with dudes like that. What, what do you mean? Dudes like, like that? White? Guys, What's that all? You want to play with white guys? You want to play with white guys? He plays hard. Give him a break. What's that all about? He loves the game. Nah, it's too much. I saw I saw small clips of his footage and the what fouls, about? you know, in the air. I jump, you know, I try to get up there sometimes. No free layups, bro. Yeah, but yeah, have, have you seen his jumper, though? <laughs> well, it's fucking I ridiculous. Have... Guy can shoot it from anywhere. He could be on Damian my team. Lillard. I can't there you go. Him, no. okay. okay. Play with him. That's a mean screen. Because then yeah. you got to play as a football player. If you get fouled, Great yeah. now I got to play more physical. So now I got to keep you They're up. They're trying open. to light that switch back up. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to hoop. That's yeah, every once in a while, though, the things you do to people in there. I assume there's some fouling coming. Yeah. You know what I mean? At some point. Like, I want to foul AQ. Like, I want to keep it as finesse of a game smart, as possible. Smart move. You know? <laughs> he's going to foul you, though, quick. Like, he's going he's coming in there quick. He's holding. The elbows. Yeah. Yep. Do not drive on AQ. He's trying you early just to see what it is. So, you got to go straight flat elbow, yeah. middle, lower back. He's in the Western Pennsylvania AQ Hall one of them, Fame for sports, one of them not guys. for football. We had to tell before the game, hey, man, don't start that bullshit. Come on. This is a no. pickup game. No, he pick will, up. though. <laughs> yeah, like, that's the thing. The minute someone drives and fucking bumps into me, it's over. Oh, you, <laughs> think, you're, you think this is your put? <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Your floor. Yeah, All right. Give me the ball. I got it. Uh, I can't wait for the night. <laughs> yes. I am very excited for tonight. The amount of comps that we're going to get, the conversations that are going to come from, we think this guy's fouling anybody to pick up basketball game? I don't know. <laughs> These are pieces of information. That's the type of shit that's getting read right now, though, AJ. I think that is something that I think um, helps keep it all in perspective. So, like, you hear a story about a guy. Some team hears a story about a guy. I got a billion-dollar team I'm, I'm running, okay, the Indianapolis Colts. Yep. You hear a story come out about a guy, anything. Hey, when this guy took a shit at the <laughs> facility, mm-hmm. he used 16 squares of toilet paper. Wow. Okay? So they, that news trickles into the war room somehow. Okay. Now all of a sudden they have to block that out. That's not real information. That's not real information. But also, 16 is a lot of fucking squares. What, what is, too is much. this? Everything. Like that is why I assume like GMs and everybody are excited for tonight to start. Like I am sick of the overanalyzing. I'm sick of the over questioning. I'm sick of the over information. What's real? What's not real? All the bullshit stories. Feels like the insiders are actually a part of this. Like from the conversations that we've had with people, we I think. The teams call these insiders and be like, hey, what do you know here? What do you know here? It's become a much more open process. It's a big game of poker, and I think they're all pumped to get started, AJ. Don't you think it could be part of all, like, these head these head coaches and front offices at certain places are younger generational people that have been used to, I don't know, they're not as paranoid maybe as some of the old school guys, so they will, they're not scared to reach out to guys like Shregs or whoever and try to get some info, not like, not manipulate them, but also have them put stuff out there that maybe they want out there for whatever reason. Joining us now, I uh, cannot wait to intro this man. And by all of our accounting, yes, mm-hmm. the best mock drafter out of all the mock drafters. What? He won last year. His knowledge this year says he's got 28 of the 31. He just doesn't know exactly where everybody's going. He released his latest mock and his final mock this morning. The Emmy-winning host of Good Morning Football, what? Peter Shregs. Shregs, how are you, pal? Oh, I'm so good. I just uh, I did four hours of TV in the morning. The sun was shining. Everything feels right. Phone's blowing up. This might be my favorite day of the NFL calendar year. I love the Super Bowl. I love the action on Sundays. But this is one where 
I truly uh, have so many questions that are going to be answered. I'm going to sit back and enjoy from this point on. Treggs, we understand why you could enjoy it because there's a lot of people trying to guess what's going to happen, and you seemingly know what's going to happen more than anybody else. I saw you put out one tweet about what you guessed at number two, and you said in that tweet you were trying to crack the code. You tried your best. What has it been like trying to get this information? You're just calling every GM. You're talking to every GM that you know, asking them what they know, and how much information do they really let out to you? or maybe even other insiders? I'll let you behind the curtain. So I put a white flag up this morning on number two. I said, I don't know. Every year I can act like I know it. This is the year I don't know number two. It's between three players. It's between C.J. Stroud. It's between Tyree Wilson. It's between Will Anderson. So he say, well, you know, how arrogant are you that you should know? Like, why would you? Well, here's the thing. Nick Casario worked in New England for many years. Got a lot of colleagues around the league that worked in New England. There's a lot of people who worked... Uh, who are in that Houston staff now, the new one with D'Amico Ryans that have been at other places. I've got contacts all over the league, people who are plugged into Houston, and I cannot get a firm answer on what they're thinking in their building. I can't get a firm answer on on what the thought process was leading up to this. Now, I have them taking Will Anderson. Guess what? Two days ago, I had them taking C.J. Stroud. Guess what? Four days ago, I had them taking Tyree Wilson. I come here humbly. I put my hat in the in my hand, and I come here, and I shake my head and say, hey, it's the greatest NFL that. draft ever. Thank I you, do bro. not know who's going second overall. Here's what I will tell you. The connection to Will Anderson is this is the safe pick, and I know that it sounds so backhanded insult to Will Anderson, who's a tremendous player, but everyone tells me, you want a guy who's going to be a starter, who could play 10 years, who might be an all-pro. This is your hit the ball in the fairway. Here is your standing double. You take Will Anderson. If you want to take the big swing, you go Tyree Wilson. There is a medical there. Remember, he hurt his foot, was not able to play at, at, the, at the pro day, was not able to do the combine, and missed games at Texas Tech. They've been cleared, but that is something people are hesitant of, and he doesn't have the career accolades and the competition of Will Anderson. The C.J. Stroud one has come full circle. I had heard that it just wasn't for the Texans for a while, and now, as we're 48 hours out, it sounds like they might just put the card in and it's C.J. Stroud, and it has been all along. The ultimate game of poker, the Houston Texans, commend them. There is a lot of advantages to not giving out your pick when it's second overall. It can it can hack up the price, the value. Also, it can also keep us all on our toes. I'm grateful for it, and I am humbly telling you I do not know who the Houston Texans are taking. It was a crazy game of poker. A little OAR. Yeah. It is, it is. It seems like that this year – has that over other years is the unpredictability of it. I see a lot of moves that are going to make teams happy. AJ has something for you, Shregs. Shregs, right, we see on your mock you have the Titans moving up and taking C.J. Stroud at three. Do we know if we see the Titans all of a sudden jump up to three, is it guaranteed they're taking C.J. Stroud? I'll give you two, two places for the Titans, and, and this is why this is such a fun draft. So their, their general manager is Rand Carthon, first-year guy, comes in with Mike Vrabel, who's an Ohio State guy, of course. And they say, well, Ohio State, what does that matter? Ohio State, obviously C.J. Stroud, they went to the pro day. Vrabel and Ryan Day are very tight. Ryan Day did not speak glowingly of the late Dwayne Haskins when he was coming out for the draft. He did not speak in crazy, amazing, hyperbolic terms about Justin Fields when he was coming out for the draft. Ryan Day has been nothing but complimentary and, and tro- totally honest and transparent, saying, I don't talk my players up that I don't think are going to be instant hit. C.J. Stroud has gotten that description. So you think, okay, these guys know each other, Ohio State. The GM of the Arizona Cardinals is Monty Ossenford, who spent many years working with Mike Vrabel in Tennessee before he took this job in Arizona. That's an easy phone call to make. Yeah. Now, mm. if that's not the trade partner, let's go to number eight. Atlanta Falcons. 
Arthur Smith. Uh, he's a great man, and he was with Mike Vrabel as his offensive coordinator for many years in Tennessee. That's another easy phone call to make. If Stroud isn't the guy and it's Richardson instead, maybe that's the phone call. 11-8, to eight, and Tennessee moves up and gets Anthony Richardson at 8. But I always look at the draft partners and their history together. And the counter to all this, which, I, Pat, you'll love this, it's like, yes, Vrabel, Ohio State, go Buckeyes, Stroud, Ohio State, go Buckeyes, all this stuff. And then the, the, Rand Carthon, the new GM of the Titans who works with all that Ohio State, he's a Florida Gator. So take it for what it's worth. And mm. he might be Anthony Richards. Oh. So you can only make so much of it as you want. But you try to find the connections of who's worked with who, who knows who. So if Tennessee moves up and you don't hear it happen at three, it might be at eight to go get the other guy. It might be Anthony Richardson. Now, to be clear, Urban Meyer was also a Florida Gator mm. and an Ohio State Buckeye. Yeah. But he's always wearing that whistle during the OHIO yeah. games. Locked you in. know what I mean? So I think Ohio might have a chance. C.J. Stroud being the consensus number two overall pick, and then wherever he ends up going from this last couple-month period here is going to be a fascinating story as we go on. Others' crazy potential situations brewing. Connor has something for you, Shrake. Yeah, Shrake, your last yeah. time you were on, you said, you know what, I don't care where you hear it from if it's from Reddit, if you know you get something from a deli shop and it's about the draft, Glad. you have to take it into consideration. Yesterday, there was a rumor about the Patriots possibly moving up, trading with the Texans to get two, and then Rich Eisen, who was on the last hour, also mentioned Belichick being in the mix. Is that something you are also hearing, or is this a Reddit rumor that we can kind of just cross off the board? You never cross off any rumors, and you leave them all. And the thing with the Patriots, it feels like the tone has changed a little bit where, you know, Brady and Belichick, it was success. Trust the process. Trust the process. Brady leaves. They had success with Mac Jones in Mac's first year, and it was like, all right, Belichick's got I, I could tell you that the last year has been has been one of – they're not thrilled with in New England. Not only Belichick, but Robert Kraft as well. They, that's not the Everybody. product they want to put on air. <laughs> um, so I think I would not be shocked be shocked if they they are aggressive and trying to make a move to get their guy i've not heard levis i remember levis is from madison connecticut right down the road uh grew up a diehard patriots fan has brady uh what do they call fat heads the old commercial for the fat heads brady fat heads oh, yeah. in his childhood bedroom oh great is a huge yeah. like you know northeast is a connecticut Massachusetts guy great. the uh great. the name that i've heard for them is Tom. zay flowers if Ooh. they stay at 14 um that's a possibility Great. and i also hear they like lucas van ness who is a pass rusher out of iowa yeah. but i don't think this is the year that they just take a offensive guard out of small school drop to us oh, university chattanooga big yeah. school well, yeah. well i wasn't even knocking cole strange i was just saying in general year after year whether it's the Whoa. kid you know at a lenore ryan and you're like wow okay they really went there and they did that it's this is going to be someone that's making an impact next year right away. Trey, you're an Emmy winner. You know this. As soon as you say, I did want to make that a shot at Cole Strange, it's like, oh, now you just boom shot at, Cole a massive shot at Cole Strange. Yeah. That, what a wild move. I mean, and also, like, Bill Belichick having his dog announce picks, Husky. Nike. Sitting or Nike out there, the Nike Husky or whatever, sitting out there doing his thing and just casually having a little bit of this, skipping the combine, mm -hmm. going to other workouts. Like, the way the greatest coach and greatest GM of all time, my opinion, we can argue if you want, he was the GM, and he was the head coach of the greatest dynasty of all time. I think you can give him both titles, but that's up for full conversation later. The way he handles the draft versus how everybody else seemingly handles it is an interesting dynamic yeah. because I think everybody understands that's in the football world. There's a good chance these guys are going to suck, Shrakes. There's a good chance these guys, yep. you know what I mean? The amount of guys that get drafted into a facility and then are gone, a lot. That's a lot more often than the other way around. But there's a chance. 
A new Hall of Famer joins a team, yeah. and a new game changer, and a city changer, and a trailblazer joins a team. So the draft is such a magical it thing. D-Butt has a question for you, Shrags. It's a crapshoot. Shrags, I want to ask you about these corners, man. I see you got Witherspoon yeah. at the top. Uh, you know, you ask around. I think, Pat, who's your number one, Forbes? Well, yeah, I would oh, go with Forbes oh. because when you look at tape, he's an absolute Dog. No, I agree he, with you. He just underweight. Is that the 166 yeah. pound guy? Yeah, out of Mississippi yeah. State. So you got Witherspoon. He's got Forbes. I got Gonzalez up top. When you talk to these uh, these uh, teams, is there a consensus one uh, when it comes to the cornerbacks? There isn't. You know, between Witherspoon and Forbes, you have two guys who are not your prototypical corner first round blue chip size. You know, Witherspoon comes in here. He didn't start playing football until his junior year of high school. Uh, Forbes is 170 pounds and I love it. I talked to him. He was on good morning football and I'm like, all right, everyone's asking me, he goes, I've been 170 pounds for the last several years. I'm mm -hmm. the hardest hitter in the, in the SEC West. I, I did what I did. I did the most pick sixes of all time. Like his confidence and his, uh, complete lack of embarrassment over his size is, is refreshing. He's like, I am 166 pounds. So what? Go look at the tape. And I'm like, yep. I love that. You know, that he's like, Gonzalez is a, is a more prototypical build where, where he comes in and he's this long, rangy athlete with a track uh, family where his two sisters are like Olympic track athletes. And it's, huh. it's more what you get prototypical. Um, and then there's two other names that I think are going to be really interesting to watch. Deontay Banks out of Maryland. Yep. I think he's a first round pick. And then one that, that, you know, it can go anywhere from, I don't know, teens to the end of the first round. I have no idea where to put Joey Porter Jr., who's mm -hmm. obviously Joey Porter's son. Um, oh, and he's yeah. got this, this really long build, but doesn't have the production. Like, had one interception as a college player at Penn State. And uh, on film, it's like, well, they didn't throw at him a lot. Uh, interesting to see where he goes. I think he's projected to go first round. We'll see who and what the order is. But I think you guys nailed those three. And obviously, with you and Pac there, like I'm fascinated to think your thoughts up. Yeah, go ahead, Pac. To all the GMs, I weigh literally 175 pounds. <laughs> I snuck mm. a weight like in my pocket <laughs> at West Virginia. Oh, yeah. I yeah. end up being like 181. I've fucking never been over 182. <laughs> so I don't think. Hey, the different game, though. Different game. It's a bigger game now. It's no, a finesse no. game. No, now. no, it's bigger, stronger. It's a finesse no. game. Finesse. It's really finesse. This is a soft game right now. No, it's a harder game now yeah. than it ever yeah. been. Soft. <laughs> Vanilla cupcake. <laughs> yeah, if you if you can play, you can play. They come in all shapes and sizes. Obviously, Especially I would go with there, Gonzalez. Right? You know, I like the he Antoine about Winfield. The, the fucking yep. yep, Winfield. But um, yep. Gonzalez, his ball skills, the size, the speed. I would go with him. But I love uh, with this out of Illinois too. Tough. tough You're talking kid. about the guy that's undersized, saying I've been this my whole my whole life. Bryce Young said I can't grow. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> what do you want? Yeah. What do you want from I me? I can't grow. I don't, I don't know. That's just yeah. Bryce Young, <laughs> number one overall. That's just what he is. Uh, and then yeah. you just said Will Levis. I think you have him going to the Colts. Uh, some other people have him coming to the Colts. What is the quarterback shape-up going to be? Anthony Richardson, where is he going to go? Is he going to be a first-rounder from what you think? Yeah. And how's that whole thing pan out? Yeah, I think eight is a real spot. If, if Richardson is on the board at eight, I'd say watch Tennessee to maybe jump up to eight. Hey, so Tennessee, your, your intel is telling you Tennessee is getting a quarterback tonight. I would think so. And if they don't, they might trade back. Like they only, they only have six picks on the night. And I think that they, they, they have a lot of needs, right? So I know I get this, this, whether it's trade up or trade back, I know that they've been on the phones and I speak to all the teams and it's, oh yeah, we spoke to Tennessee. They were just inquiring what we were looking to do tonight. So they could be active, but you know what? That does, every team's on the phones and they're trying to hammer out scenarios. So we'll see. I just look at the situation. Tannehill 
obviously um, has a has some time left on there, but he didn't finish a season for him last year. The contract speaks to at the end of this year, there's a way to get out of that. And then you start thinking, all right, this is a good quarterback draft. Do we hand the torch off? And I think all those teams, whether it be Geno Smith in Seattle, where this is a good opportunity for them to maybe put the guy in place for who they hand the torch to, or you talk Tennessee, or you go, you know, right down the list of Minnesota, where it's like Kirk Cousins has one more year left on his contract, making $35 million and his contract expires. Do they at 23 try to get creative and try to see if they can move up if Richardson falls and get a quarterback they can hand it off to? Each one of those teams has an interesting quarterback situation. So you look at those with the guy who's there. So maybe Richardson doesn't have to play right away. Or if Hooker is the guy, he doesn't have to play right away, can redshirt for a year, and then you pass the torch off. We are big Hooker fans. Feels like everybody, every fan base that needs a quarterback has gotten to the point where they're like, if we get Henry Hooker, we're happy about it. Like, Hooker is like a baby face pick everywhere at this point, and I think it's because he hasn't been a part of the conversation, even though we all believe he should be. He's tall. Can can I make make two points on him that you like? Strapping lot. He's a strapping lot. Two points on Hooker. One of them, the senior bull, Jim Nagy, I spoke with their director, and he's really plugged in with these guys. He's never invited a player with an injury coming into the senior bowl ever in the history of the senior bowl. He invited Hendon Hooker, who already had the torn ACL, and said, just so you can meet with teams. Hooker came, uh, showed up, and absolutely used those four days to basically do a job interview with the rest of the league and show that he can get on the board. Could not practice. Didn't practice. Comes to Mobile, Alabama for four days and says, just get me in front of any evaluator you want. I'll talk to him. Smart. Second point is he's, he's 25 years old. He's going to be 26. And that's viewed as a knock for a lot of people. I spoke to a really, really trusted source in the NFL, and he said, throw the age thing out. The great quarterbacks in the NFL now, they play till they're 33, 34, 35. If this guy's got it, no one's worried about what happens and where his game goes in three years. This isn't a running back being run to the ground. This is a quarterback, and you would hope that your starting quarterback you draft in the first round is going to play 10 years. Well, if he plays 10 years, he's 36, which is basically what Stafford and Matt Ryan and all these guys played to who were drafted in the first round. So the age thing, not as big a factor as the knee, obviously. And then the other part is the offense that he ran it wasn't exactly a pro-style offense. It was more of that air raid type, which obviously he can learn. He can pick it up. It'll take time, but it's not like it's just plug and play for him anyway. Somebody farted. Yeah, yeah, what was that? Fart. Y'all, y'all blew him up, but I, I'm, I'm going to let y'all have it. You don't like Hooker? Yeah. No, I don't like Hooker. I'm saying I like Hooker for this class, but if we was talking real quarterbacks, we wouldn't be talking Beat Bama. in the first fucking Beat Bama. Bama. Two picks. So you telling me this is what you would go out of all of these picks? I would take him to hook over Will Levis. Healthy, me if too. He was healthy, especially. But, no offense, know. Will Levis. If you're a Colt, yeah. love you. Even, though, gotta you be. even <laughs> though I heard you had a Tom Brady poster. Poster yeah. in your it only makes Bad heads. Bad heads. Yeah, whoa, sticker. There it is. That, that'll right. help the Colts win, though, if they can have a little bit of a Brady descendant. But I like Hendon Hooker personally. He's big, dude. He's a big he, guy, and he beat Bama. I mean, he that's, run. Yeah, he, he run. He, he watch him on. Um, you watch him on the Manning thing. Uh, like the I didn't watch this call with Archie. Yeah, the road to the draft. Yeah, watch them. It was something that stood out. So, like, you know, we all been there when somebody's mic'd up or something in practice and everybody gets to rah-rah shit. But, like, he had one of those conversations with one of his big <laughs> linemen uh, where, like, one of the coaches was saying something to a lineman and the lineman was saying something back and he kind of put him to the side like, hey, it's just, you know, just tell him yes, sir, move on. You're not going to win that battle out here. And that's something you've got to do. you got to learn as a player, especially yeah. when you're 25 years old. Yeah, so that's, that would show, you know, that veteran leadership. So just seeing that, obviously, was a great player. Obviously, Peyton loved him because he you was know, a Tennessee guy. Um, he was on his way to winning the Heisman if he didn't get hurt yeah. in South Hell Carolina. Yeah. So um, I think he's a smart kid. Bro, they he took the, the goalpost out of the stadium, <laughs> yep. down to the down river. river. Because of what Hendon Hooker did. I'm, I'm a massive Yo. fan of his. Go ahead, AJ. 
Shregs, what about we're, we're talking about everything, all the volatility in the, the top 10, 15 picks. Is there anything in the second half of this first round, any team you think that's likely to jump up there and really surprise some people? I think there's actually a really interesting player in this draft who we didn't give a lot of buzz to. It's a wide receiver at a USC, Jordan Addison. And why do I say Jordan Addison? Because there are three elite oh. wide receivers in this draft. These are the ones that we're getting right now. And it's Zay Flowers is viewed that way. Smith and Jigba is reviewed that way. And then Addison is viewed that way. It's those three. And then there's a bit of a, uh, I'd say, dotted line for most teams. And there's a couple other guys, whether it be a Jalen Hyatt or whether it be a Quinton Johnson. And I'm sure I'm missing another one who, who's on that list. But those three guys. So if you're wide receiver hungry and you want that wide receiver and Zay Flowers is gone and the other cat, uh, Smith and Jigba is gone, there might be a, a bit of a run and teams might be looking to trade up to get Jordan Addison. I would say, don't be shocked if there is a squad who leaps another squad and says, Hey, we're in the, in the twenties or, you know, we're, we're in the late teens, but we need to get one of those receivers to get one of them. The other position is wide is tight end. The two tight ends, Mayer and Kincaid are both very different players. Mayer is more, I was given a Heath Miller conversation. This yes. is out of Notre Dame. Ooh. Big guy. Yeah. That's just a little bit can block but can also catch and then you get the more 2023 tight end in in uh in Kincaid who's more of the again he's not Travis Kelsey but the Kelsey type where he's almost like a wide oh. receiver if if one of those guys is off the board and you know again there's a drop off after those two you might see a team trade up to get the other tight end I think those two players Addison and Kincaid are interesting to see if someone will trade up to go get them hell yeah I can't wait to watch there's going to be magic we assume you're going to win the mock drafters competition yep. again yet again this year we're proud of you buddy can i tell you what i do you're gonna appreciate this oh yeah i and i urge everyone now look you could put you guys on the stream but while you guys are doing the stream i want you to do this turn twitter off tonight turn twitter off you don't want this the, the pick spoil this is gonna be the most most surprising no the most unpredictable no. Not gonna most bat bleep crazy draft Whoa. why have some guy and i don't blame the reporters but why have <laughs> one of the reporters on twitter be like actually the jets are taking this guy where well, there's three minutes left on the clock just have a natural reaction pretend like it's 20 okay. it's 2004 I'm pretend like you, it's 1995 there's no bleeping way you know what i mean there's twitter no... turn off the twitter enjoy it enjoy it. it's reality tv enjoy we're it. actually live enjoy on it. the internet it. though like we are like we <laughs> have we to are. be you don't need twitter though you twitter. can watch it still yeah, we get very surprised on Twitter. No matter what. Yeah, yeah it's like, sometimes it's like, whoa, oh, look AJ at that Brown. tweet. We, there's a lot of that. We know a lot of people. We'll give text messages, phone calls. Don't, we like, like, you, you get those as well, don't you? I assume you get told every yeah. single pick. You told us this last yeah. year. Yeah, well, look, uh, the, the agents and the teams know before the pick's announced, and usually I'm on some thread where I'll, I'll be given the tip. But I take no great joy in spoiling that for everyone. This is, this is the draft. This is what we want. This, we want to be shocked. It's one of the few things left in the NFL that we truly will. can blow us away. Yeah, I'm going to say this. Turn off, turn off the Twitter tonight, guys. All right. Sounds good. We're not going to do that. I got a blue check. I'm verified, baby. Oh! <laughs> I was about to say, I didn't pay eight bucks to turn off Twitter on draft. No <laughs> way. I bought that crap. This is yeah, one. Of, this this is when, when Twitter, yeah, absolutely. You did. We live on that. I mean, you have to. If this is going to keep this thing going, whatever the fuck you got to do. Uh, we appreciate you so much. Congrats on all the success. You're the man. You're live, what, uh, next two days, right? Yeah, and I'm on the I'm on the nighttime tomorrow night, and then I'm also all day. I'm on the main stage with uh, Daniel Jeremiah and Eisen and Charles Davis on NFL Network. Bye hey, here we go. You're gonna yeah. crush it, ladies and gentlemen. Shrakes. Yeah, Shrakes. All right.
He gave us that same speech last year. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, but oh, we did? He, 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 not to us. It was to, like, let's not tip picks. We can all tip yeah, picks. Everyone can do it. Everybody knows who's picking who, okay, before everybody else. Let's just enjoy it. Seems like that's, like, a senior insider uh, thing because Ari Mirov goes, yeah, we do all know. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Send. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Wait, this Send. show's on the internet, right? Like, his show is, is on TV. ESPN show is on TV. This show's on the internet. So if the report's on the internet... We have to cover it. That, yep. Which has gotten us into some trouble. Well, yeah, exactly. it has. Hasn't it? it has. A lot of internet yeah. reports do. Yeah, it certainly has. We're currently entangled right now. And it's not an entanglement. It's more like... But it's a, close <laughs> to it. It's a, judi- <laughs> it's a judicial... <laughs> Judicialman. If you want to call in on this draft spectacular day, DSD, April 27, 2023, you can call the Five Energy phone line, 1 833 432 3663, or easier to remember, 1 833 4 You're going to call in, AJ? I don't know. How is Will Smith doing? You mentioned entanglement, honestly. Is so he doing any movies? Allegedly, yeah, he's, uh, he was not happy about Chris Rock's thing. Allegedly, yeah. that was a report I seen on the internet. Not happy at all, and uh, he still, I believe, has that ten-year ban from the Academy Awards. But he won an award same night, post-incident, pre-ban. Mm-hmm. So did something in a game, went on to win the game. Yes. Then wasn't allowed to go back to the game for ten years. Exactly. Got it. That really, I think he actually. Hey, Jay, you still a Will Smith fan? Who? I. Me? I will, will I, I? I don't know. I came. I mean, I uh, Fresh Prince. So did I. Yeah, but after too. the the shit went on, I was like, "Fuck this! I'm done with this." You're right, Pack. You're right. You moved I'm on. Definitely not a will. I'm just sorry. And I, I, I used to be the biggest fan, but well said. What's your problem? He's good on Instagram. You, know, you yeah, see his Instagram. Get up for us in the community. Like, come on, bro. You can't. Can. They canceled her Red Table talk too. That's over. That's done. Uh, okay, nice. that actually makes that's me like, well, yeah, that's a win. Uh, that's uh, he didn't. It was Meta. That show was ruining. Zuck. Meta World lie. Peace. Zuck did that. Zuck took it down. What's he up to? He says Zuck. He's got a new Oculus. He updated he uh, Instagram good? too. He needs to fix the picture sizes on Instagram. Yeah. Speaking of Instagram, holy shit, we have an influencer on the screen. AJ Hawk has posted on his Instagram. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, his annual post, his annual time of being an internet influencer has come. It is DSD, and he posts the picture promoting this evening. We appreciate you doing that for us, AJ. Thank you, awesome. AJ. I no problem. 94,000 followers. Three years, three posts. All the draft <laughs> spectacular. You know, now it's kind of getting to the point where we have to wonder is AJ kind of sabotaging us because the biggest shows happen when AJ Hawk promotes him on his Instagram. He is Girl. the biggest influencer we have ever worked with. That's right. Whenever he puts a post up about something, it's the biggest we got. 100,000 yeah. plus viewers guaranteed. I think you even quote tweeted the Aaron Rodgers promotional one with the praying hands, didn't yeah. you? So that uh, Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Should I buy should I buy Twitter? Should I buy a, the check mark mine's gone. Yeah, you don't do anything on there, so probably not, you know. But what does it does it give me I can edit you I can't edit tweets unless I have it? Yeah, editing tweets, longer videos, mm. analytics, media studio. I mean, there's yeah, maybe. a lot of weapons if you were to actually I need to use edit. If I do tweet, I do like the option to be able to edit if I miss something. Two-factor authentication? Yeah, that's so people can't just jack in your shit. I mean, there's... I hate two-factor. Why? You don't like the text? You can't just take the text with a code? 
Well, if I they ask me that. to set up two to two factor, I'm not setting that. <laughs> just do too, I got too many passwords already and everything. No, but just do it's just a code that goes to your phone. And if you have a smartphone, it actually goes, is this the code mm -hmm. from your messages right at the bottom? I get codes all the time though from my kids' iPads trying to get stuff. I get like a thousand codes a day. I can't keep can't handle all the codes. Thousand? AJ's not up for the codes. Maybe not don't sign up for the blue then. Don't sign up for the blue. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of yeah. codes. I think I might. I think I might. More codes. More codes on the way. Careful. We'll see. I I'll thought you were it. carrying the current codes for the nuclear football for our, our current chief and staff. Part of it. Me? Yeah. Yeah. For, for Mr. Joe Biden? No, because I would never yeah. do that. President you're Joe the Biden yeah, guy. President. You're Christ. your good friend, Reese. President. Yeah. Let's go to the phones. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Nicholas in Buffalo on the 500 phone, uh, phone line. What's going on, Nicholas? Hey, boys. Hey, boys. How are you doing? Keep, Keep moving. moving. Hell yeah. Good energy. I like it. Thanks, boys. Thanks, boys. So I'm here off the day of work for the whole day to enjoy the Pat McAfee show, Draft Spectacular. And how do we feel, boys, about any big moves coming for D-Hop from the Bills tonight? Huh? Oh, we had some strong possibilities that we have heard from mm -hmm. source. Strongest. But we would assume that that move would take place. There's a lot of lingering moves kind of out there that we all assume the draft picks will be involved in, D-Hop being one of them. Uh, this is kind of a deadline for a lot of teams. We do not know what's going to happen, but we maybe have a little bit of an update. No update? Well, our sources says, says, says. Um, something's going to happen today. Okay. Something's going to happen today. Hmm. KC, maybe Bills, oh. maybe Ravens. Oh! Something's going to happen today. So, listen, I'm, I know that we've seen Lamar Jackson SpongeBob SquarePants small. That's right. <laughs> lifting his face all the way up to the top of his head. Did you see that, AJ? Yeah, we talked about it on the show. Yeah, but just I haven't mean? seen it, though. It means he's mm -hmm. pumped, dude. Yeah. Looks like he's excited. And What's he's he pumped about? Does he have a deal? Exactly. Could be. He's blushing. He's blushing the emoji, though, so you got to take that in. If Lamar Jackson signs a $180 million guaranteed deal and he just puts out a SpongeBob SquarePants emoji for it or a gift for it, I think we would all say that's Lamar Jackson. That's awesome. Yeah, that that that's cool. how he went about yeah. doing it. So maybe that, maybe they got D Hop though. Exactly. Maybe they may play for D Hop. Maybe what the Baltimore Ravens have done this offseason by signing Odell Beckham Jr. to 15 million guaranteed. That'll be Odell. Odell. Okay, maybe. And they bring in D Hop. Maybe it is just Lamar Jackson being pumped up about, okay, now I'm going to actually have weapons to throw the ball. Everybody says I can't throw the ball except for to my tight end. Well, my tight end's the only fucking guy I got. What What are we even doing here? And if he plays on the franchise tag, it's what, $32 million or something yep. like that? Yep. He's potentially going to be a free agent and get to re up next year. I don't know if he's already made that decision in his mind or maybe he did get a long deal. But if it is bringing in another weapon, Lamar seemingly could be overjoyed that he put a gif out of spongebob squarepants smiling and i think that's good news if you're a ravens fan because we keep talking about the afc being deep 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 mm -hmm. everybody says oh the chiefs the bills the Bengals. that's what everybody talks about the baltimore ravens with lamar jackson have won a playoff game in the last couple mm -hmm. of years yep. they have the chance to be great they've lost a lot of people if you're a ravens fan it seems like everything's going to shit the odell beckham jr sign was a little bit of hope Lamar Jackson tweeting a gif out. A little bit of hope. Maybe there'll be a team that'll be something to really fuck with when the season comes around, AJ. Yeah, I mean, if you're a Ravens fan right now, you can't feel great with the whole Lamar situation, but that could change very quickly if somehow we see here in the next few days or next week that Lamar signs and if they make a trade for D-Hop possibly tonight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, then things are looking pretty good for Baltimore. Then all of a sudden you have a team. Now, this book of I was told was because of Devin Booker. Oh. A lot of people on the internet told me that was, we were sure. being dramatic. He was rewatching the game at 12 o'clock the next day, yeah, so he DVR'd it. 
No, listen, I listen. I'm just telling you that that's what. Well, I was I, I was attacked. I, I was sold it. it yeah, I will say the SpongeBob gift came out right when Trey Young hit that big shot to win the game. Ah, oh, so yeah. it might not even be about the Ravens. Right. Mm. Maybe it's about the ice cold. Oh, because Lamar is Lamar from. That was a hell of a shot. Yeah, bro. No, he's no, Florida, no, he's no, Florida, right? Dude, great shot. Trey Young, dog, bro. Yeah. Trey Young in Madison Square Garden. Remember that that old thing? That guy spit on. Yeah, Trey Young man. became a heel. He was in their city. Fuck you, all of them, and balling. <laughs> then in Boston the other night, step back three as time's running out, dagger right in Boston's faces. That dude's a dog, bro. Yeah, I'd say. Jimmy Butler, what he's doing. Like, I've enjoyed yeah. this year's NBA playoffs more than I, I can remember. Like in, the past, like in the last five, ten years, I don't remember enjoying it as much as I have this year. Concur. Shout out to Austin right. Reeves losing last night but scoring more than 15 and a half. Boom. Yeah, we would. That, was, that was incredible. We saw him hit 18 <laughs> straight threes on the internet yesterday and then i immediately go to see what his over under is 15 and a half <laughs> that's gonna go over i'll take that the, it seems like the optics in the memphis building were not a thing that he was struggling with no. he was splashing these balls and he's a dog mm-hmm. how about the no look alley-oop to lebron unreal yeah. up over his head they're a real good they're a tag team there yeah i mean i think he had like five and five too he does it all for the lakers he's unbelievable now they lost but i heard the commentator saying that anthony davis like lacks confidence a little bit yeah did I you hear that, that? It felt, yeah i felt what? that way he also played like his best game that he's had this series so i don't know why no they weren't talking they were talking about him in the past like when he doesn't play games like he really when he's not playing good like for a long period of time there like he's very 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 hard on himself they say like this guy like beats the hell out of himself like so i think people potentially think he doesn't care they're saying complete opposite this guy is like he gets down on himself mm, whenever he's not it. playing great yeah. so it's like if he starts playing that's good news i think if you're a lakers fan because mm-hmm. if he starts playing good it can go the other He's way, too. That, can go. Nah, that ain't good news. You got to show up and fucking be a dog every night. I, I mean, you're going to have a bad game. You're getting 100 million. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you he'll go 37 and 20. He'll drop 40, and then he'll disappear, like, for two games. Like, you can't do that, especially on this stage. So, and him and Braun haven't been able to put one together yet. Listen, if we're looking for somebody not to ride the uh, ebbs and flows, <laughs> you know, just like this, certainly. If yeah. we are crafting somebody, we want, we, hey, let's not get too high. Let's not get too low on this thing. Let's do this. But with the way he is, allegedly, now this is what the commentary said. Yeah. Once you get hot, you would think, here well, we go. Start rolling. I think the, I gets think, bigger. I think he's hot right now. Um, the game before this, it was, uh, but he's played at the top level since we started playoffs. We're, pl- well, I'm saying we like I'm fucking playing on the Lakers. Yeah, we are um, playing against the number two seed, which no one thought that the Lakers would be in the fucking predicament that they are in now midway through the season. So, like, uh, let's, let's, let's stay on the, the Lakers train because I think that's going to pan out and we'll be playing the Warriors. Yeah, nah, win, Phoenix Suns going to be tough. Phoenix Suns yep. going to be tough. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Suns Warriors are too. West. No, we What's that? The Suns Warriors. ain't making out of the West. Excuse me. I'm Ooh. on the team. You need to watch. Sorry, have you been it. in a meeting with them? <laughs> you have not. <laughs> have you been in a team timeout? You have not. But who Did you like out the West? Warriors. Warriors. I don't see the Warriors. Is that a you like too, AJ? Yes, absolutely. All right, sweet. I got the Suns. Thank you, rooting for your hometown. I like hometown. I Lakers. You got the Lakers. Lake show. Lake All right. Show. I got the Browns. Give me the Nuggets. Who oh, the Nuggets? Tom? No, I'm actually. I think the Suns, but. Oh, okay. Oh, you're on the Suns as well. I do like the Nuggets too. Like if if, you if, if pick one, it's a shame. Oh, that it's a, I know it's a shame the Nuggets and Suns are playing each other because they both of those teams would beat either Lakers or Warriors. Oh, or if it woulda, coulda, shoulda. It's like saying the Hulk. Listen, the you need to game winning bucket. They're gonna win such this a mark. The fucking Hawks are not gonna win this here. Quit being such a mark for LeBron, okay? Oh, I, I can admit it. Long. I can Sons. admit it. I love him. All right, let's get to a break. Uh Connor, who you got out of the West? Oh, I'm taking the Warriors. 
We said this when they were down 0-2. Yeah. Why, yep. why would you not take the Warriors to win it all? They play for more points than you do. They, yeah, they shoot more of the more point shots <laughs> yeah. than <laughs> the team you, you play for. Yeah, And they make them. The yeah. highest rate so, ever. Of all time. Yeah. In, in a game where you need points. <laughs> They're shooting for more points. Yeah. Than you Clay's are. been killing it, too. Yes. Looney fucking grabbing 20 boards the other night when he came off the bench and started the game. Yeah, that was Draymond awesome. scoring. Yeah, he's going around. to the hoop, man. 12, yeah. 8, and 5. All right. Bringing the ball up. I love watching him bring the ball up. He's flying always. Bro, look at us. Basketball. People say we don't have any depth. Are you kidding me? What's that about? We just did basketball. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Holy shit. On DSD? Yeah. DSD. We Get did it. NBA? Hello. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, move the sticks, Daniel Jeremiah. Yeah, DJ. What's up, dude? What's up, boys? How are we doing? We ready? Uh, we ready for this thing tonight? I think yeah. so. Are you ready? I mean, we're, we're kind of all following your lead, pal. Your mock, the one you put out today, is one that all of us said, if that was to happen, tonight would be absurd. You have the Houston Texans taking CJ Strata too, which is like two months ago thought. Mm-hmm. So many different fake potential storylines have come and gone since then yep. about the number two overall pick. Then you have them actually being the team that trades with the Arizona Cardinals to pick up the third overall pick and take Will Anderson, who's been one of the storylines for who Houston likes because D'Amico Ryans is an Alabama guy and he wants to build around a defender. So they get their quarterback and Will Anderson and then Will Levis to the Colts. That would be massive if that was to happen. Why are you thinking this is the case? And thank you for putting this out into the universe. Well, I, I, look, I, I, wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't take that to the bank anytime soon, Pat. But I, I would just say when you, you talk to folks about the Texans, Nick Cicero doesn't talk to anybody. So there's a lot of chatter out there, but I don't think it's coming from the one person who really matters. So we're all guessing. Um, but the expectation is if it's a quarterback, it's Stroud or it's looking like Will Anderson is the defensive player they would choose over Tyree Wilson. So I just kind of fudged it and said, that's fine. I'll give them both of them. Uh, Make the trade up there to three. Arizona's told everybody with years they want to get out of there. Um, So I thought it was a way to kind of have your cake and eat it too. Yeah, it would be amazing for Houston. Go ahead, AJ. You have uh, B. John Robinson there at eight. How likely do you think that uh, the case that Atlanta would take him that high? Well, I, it, nothing's really likely in this one, AJ. I mean, it's it's there's so much up in the air. Uh, but I think when you have a draft with so much uncertainty and so many guys that aren't clean in terms of like height, weight, speed, or you know, experience level in some cases, um, there's not a lot of real clean prospects. So Bijan's one of those guys. And if you're a young team in Atlanta and you're looking for kind of a centerpiece to to build around. Now, I like Kyle Pitts. I like Drake London. Now, all of a sudden, you get this guy in the mix. Um, you know, Desmond Ritter's going to have some real help there. Along, they've got a couple other decent backs as well. But with, with this guy, you can put him in the slot. Uh, you can do a lot of different things with him. I think he's like the, he's like the reverse Debo. If Debo's a, hmm. a majors and wide receiver and minors and running back, this guy's going to major in running back, and he can minor in receiver. Yeah, this is Cordero Patterson. Artie Smith already proved that he can have success with this type of player. No and doubt. Bijan told us literally just yesterday from a Verizon store in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> what? Verizon powering tonight's draft spectacular. Here we go. Largest 5G network in America. He told us that teams have been talking to him about being a weapon pretty much. Like, hey, what I can do with my hands, what I can do that. That's like yeah. the overall thought as opposed to just running back per se. If he goes to Atlanta, we would love to watch that entire thing. Something on your draft board, on your mock draft that others had you did not have. Connor has something for you. Yeah, DJ, we just talked yeah. to Schrager, and he is, seems pretty positive that the Titans are going to trade up to try and get either Anthony Richardson or a different 
quarterback. Do you see that being the case in any scenarios? I know your last mock didn't have it. And if not the Titans, do you see other teams trying to get into that top 10 or even guys in the top 10 like the Raiders that have been thrown out trading up to possibly get a future QB? Yeah, I mean, the Titans have made phone calls and, you know, there's been a lot of stuff out there about how they've checked in uh, with sources at Ohio State in the last couple of days. And Pete's always got great information. I love working with him. Um, so I, I don't refute that as a possibility at all. And, you know, even though I'm one who put a, a trade, uh, an aggressive trade in my mock draft, if you go back and look, uh, the last time we saw one of those were a team that was picking, you know, 10 or, or beyond that came up pretty significantly. You got to go back to the Sammy Watkins trade. I think it was 2014. Uh, when Buffalo went from, I think, nine to three. The only other one we've had in the top 10 up there, you know, towards the top was the Trubisky one in 17, and that was just moving one spot. Mm. So a lot of times those things got to be worked out ahead of time. Um, so who knows? You know, draft and start for a little bit here. Uh, maybe there's something coming, but uh, you know they have been identified as a team that's that's interested in a quarterback. There's been a couple of big time trades that have happened over the last couple of years that nobody really seemingly knew about. The AJ Brown one came out of nowhere in our yeah. eyes, and the Vrabel reaction to that almost felt like, oh, this GM and Vrabel not going to be working together for much longer, and they're not. Brand new GM down there, and they got that whole thing figured out. Then Hollywood Brown going over to Arizona from Baltimore out of nowhere. Nobody knew that at all. It seems like there's some moves that keep get kept really tight. Like you said with Nick, feels like Carolina's been that way too, mm -hmm. even though everybody just assumes it's going to be Bryce Young automatically. AQ Shipley has a question for you. Move the sticks. Yeah, yep. it doesn't seem like there's any clear-cut offensive lineman this year in terms of where you you have Paris Cant or is that is that who it is Paris, Paris, Paris Johnson, Johnson. Paris yeah. Johnson. You, yeah. you have him as going to the Cardinals but like Skaronsky forever was there but obviously some measurables are knocking that do you have anyone as the number one or are you just going based on team needs well I mean I to me I still think Skaronsky is the best one um and AQ as we know arm length isn't everything well, <laughs> hey, say, say, say that come again on. huh <laughs> come on now arm length is not everything he's the best player but uh, to me there's a lot of heat there's a lot of buzz on Paris being the first one that was the one you know feedback I've got from from GMs trust me your GM buddies left nothing more than to bust your chops after you put a mock draft out uh, and the one piece of feedback was, look, I, I'm with you. I think this is a good, not great group of top-end offensive linemen. But when you look at the cost of tackles and free agency right now, um, it's it's ridiculous. And, the, you know, rarely are you going to get one to free agency. And if you look at the majority of the starters in the league at that position, the majority of them are first-round picks. So like, even though we might not be in love with these tackles, they're going to get pushed up higher than you think. Who's the guy coming out next year from Ohio State? Dewan. Dewan Jones. He, I think he's out this year. Yeah, he's in this year. Yeah, he's in this year. Where's he going? He's a giant. I think he'll go in two. Uh, I, I think he'll go in the second round. I mean, he is, he is a massive human being. Bro, it but, would be uh, hard if I needed a, an offensive lineman. Yes. Okay, And I know there's a lot yeah. of big offensive linemen out there. It'd be hard, just me as a human, basic human, dumb brain, okay, to meet him. <laughs> And I'll be like, all right, we can teach this guy how to fucking right? teach this guy anything. <laughs> this guy can move. Can this guy move? Yes, he can move. Uh, okay, does he have good form? Yeah. Okay, let's get this guy. <laughs> let's do that. I, I assume that's not the exact way to go about doing things. And I do like the fact that you remembered AQ's measurables pretty much, oh, which is his. Who was that? A GM? Was that a GM Duong saying? That, yeah, it was. Uh, it was. But I'll call him back. Later. Who? who which what? team? Which team? Which team? What are they thinking? Uh, 
Uh, it was no. I um, got a bunch of buddies. That was Joe Shane from the Giants. I'll just check in with Joe in a little bit just to say hi and wish him luck. Not looking for any information from my buddies. Just want to. I always like to get in touch and, and say good luck tonight. How often does that happen you, uh, for you? You've been talking to your guys because it's probably tough not to get too much information, rele- release too much. Like for instance, I'm talking to Chris Ballard, 7:55 tonight, right before the draft yeah. kicks off. He's got pick number four. I don't want him to say shit, okay? Because I don't want him to lose any leverage at all. Do you try to get information? Do you stay away from it? And how many friends do you have around the league in, like, powerful positions? I assume a lot, it sounds like. Well, you'll love this because uh, a little bit ago I was, I was talking to Tom and I said, hey, you want me to say anything to McAfee? I'm getting ready to hop on Pat. He goes, no, I'm going on his show tonight. <laughs> yeah, Tom, like, well, Telesco. Of course, uh, Tom Telesco. Of course me. you are. Yeah. So, I mean, look, I, I have a lot of relationships from from years going back to when I started in 2003. I never fish for what they're doing. We talk about players. Um, you know, I never put anything they give me in jeopardy, and they're not going to tell me who they're picking anyways. It's more just kind of a you know a vibe, a feel of where certain players might go, what I think, uh, what they think of where players might land, and we try and steer clear of you know what they're going to do. This feels like the most open draft thus far. A lot yeah, of information. Yeah. Oh, feels like a lot of people are asking a lot of questions about a lot of things. Everybody kind of confused about a lot of players? Yeah, I mean, Pat, to me, and you guys will see it tonight with what you're doing. I mean, what drives interest in the draft is two things. It's quarterbacks and it's chaos, and we've got both. So it's going to be fun, man. Hell, yeah, I like to hear that. Tone's got one for you, DJ. Yeah, DJ, looking at your mock, uh, you have two things different than a lot of other mocks. You have Zay Flowers going ahead of Jackson Smith and Jigba, and then you have Kincaid going 13 to the Packers, which is uh, eight picks higher than I think you have Michael Mayer going. Uh, What were your thoughts on, on those two? Yeah, I mean, uh, with the Zay Flowers thing, I mean, it was really scientific. It was uh, looking at their depth chart uh, without talking to anybody and saying, man, the Tennessee Titans are a really slow football team with not a lot of explosive players, so let me find a real fast guy. And then it was like, oh, hold hold up. Vrabel's kid went to Boston College? Oh, Zay Flowers, there we go. I mean, come on, that's uh, that's the connection that you make right there. His kid went to school with him, so let's go with that one. Uh, And then when you look at Dalton Kincaid, I just think he's the best. I think he's the best tight end. I think he's a weapon, and I think if you're trying to get Jordan Love up and going, like this pick will be something to help him. You know, whether you know, I know they don't haven't done receivers in the first round. Jackson Smith and Jigba has been a popular pick there, uh, but there's no easier completion in the NFL than a tight end who can separate, and that's what Dalton Kincaid does. Bro, there's guys six foot eight up for grabs tonight. I mean, there is there's some weapons out there. I think teams are going to get better tonight out of nowhere, and then there's going to be some picks that we have no idea who the person is. Speaking of, D-Buck, got a question for you, DJ. Let's go, DJ. I know you've been in that war room before. Who? uh, Two questions, actually. Who would you take number one corner off the board if it was your choice? And then secondly, Brian Branch. I know the safety position has kind of been devalued over the last few years, but is he for sure coming off the board in first round tonight? Yeah, those are good ones. Uh, to me, Devin Witherspoon, start to finish. Um, I, I just, from the first tape that I popped on, uh, I fell in love with this dude. Like, And it's obviously different positions. I'm not comparing anybody to a Hall of Famer, but yep. it, in Baltimore with wow. Ed, like, Ed didn't play with Ed didn't play with the pause button on his controller. Like he he had such faith and confidence in his eyes that he just went. He played so fast, and this kid does the same thing. I can I mean I knew before talking to the coaches, and it, it got confirmed. But I'm like, this dude must study like crazy, and they're like, oh yeah, he's obsessed with it. Like he's absolutely obsessed with it. So to me, like the feistiness, the competitiveness, the toughness at the corner position is always undervalued. Uh, and that dude has it in spades. So I, I loved everything about him. He was my top corner. And then with Branch, you know, 
you see it every year with some of these guys and it's like with safeties and he's, you know, I think he's the best nickel in the draft, mm-hmm. oh, uh, but has that versatility to kick back and play safety. And it's like, dude, if you're, if you're a four, five, two safety, but you've got good eyes, you're going to play so much faster than a four, four, two safety with bad eyes. Bam, and yeah. that's why, that's why I put him in that classification. AJ, what do you think about Brian branch? Good player. I think we've hit on him pretty good. Why? <laughs> explosive athlete very explosive i think he transitions yeah. to the next level very well i think so too i mm-hmm. think he's off the board tonight yeah. i think he's off the board yeah, tonight. for sure yeah, probably sure. He maybe, should be. maybe the number 32 tomorrow oh well that i don't would... know if he go off the board tonight oh really i don't think i don't say i don't think no safety is going off the board he's got a lot of grit he's like a nigga. he plays he, he he's great in space discipline get after mm-hmm. the ball like obviously yep. a saving guy but like oh yeah he's great at Alabama. like a minka, minka buddha mix he was like, great at bama man. a lot of like great bama i put him i put him to the giants because wink wink is like the old under rex like they you know they, they want guys that can do everything so they can disguise everything they're doing and this yep. guy's versatility i think fits with him return guy too oh hey, yep. hey if you got trust to put a db yep. back to return that's just something about him yeah and nickel is like the much yeah. more like that's on the field all the time yeah for sure that it's is starter. base defense that's a starter yeah 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 it's a starter it's interesting i'll be excited to see brian branch out there another alabama guy exactly Jeez, louise <laughs> um cj stroud you you have him going second yeah all the smoke about the quarterback thing, is it warranted, real? Do you try to stay out of that? How do you go about picking where the quarterbacks are going where? Is it conversations? Is it media reports? Is it Reddit? Like, what do you – how do you go about judging it all? Uh, I mean, look, there's some some places that have leaky buildings, and that is not one of them. I mean, if they, come from, if they come from New England, they're not talking. So <laughs> there might be a lot of, of noise around a team or a pick with, with Houston, and that's what the case is here at two. Um, and I believe some of it. I don't believe all of it. And that's why I just came back to common sense, which is, you know, are you really going to run this back with the group that you have at quarterback? Uh, I just don't see that. It doesn't make any sense to me. And that's why I said, okay, well, they got to take a quarterback. Who's the one? And that's where I just came back to Stroud. I, I, not based off anything you hear. It was just like at some point in time, don't we have to incorporate some common sense? I hope so. Well, that's what AQ was saying about the arms thing. Yeah, who cares? You can play. You can play, right? So yeah. What if like that? What you do? Did you murder him for his arm size, DJ? Is that what happened? No, but he knows. Like he he didn't have long arms. He was a good player who didn't have. Oh, long arms, and he got just dinged, good. He got dinged. He got dinged for it. So that if impacted where he went, and he played forever. So what did you say? You said this guy's got tiny little arms, looks like a baby little T Rex, Michelin man, and he put a couple of sticks on it for arms. Is that what you said, DJ? I, I can I, I can be honest. I did not have to grade him because I was an area scout at that time, and he was not in my area. But I sat in the draft room as he was discussed, and there was it was interesting. The guys who went into the school loved him because they got the makeup information and learned all the background and the character stuff and the competitive stuff. And the guys who watched him on cross checks and just had the measurables weren't as high on him. So, and it speaks to like to me if I look at every offensive lineman I've overgraded, I've overvalued athleticism. And mm-hmm. I've under undergraded hey, toughness and instincts. Like to me, if you get smart, tough, instinctive linemen, they play forever. Oh, baby. Just like that. Yeah. Hey. Let's go. Your new blueprint. They're looking for you. Yeah. That's it. Find you an AQ ship. Please. Is there a mound of man out there? You know what I mean? That yeah. just looks like a mountain <laughs> that is going to be impossible without leverage. They're finding that out on takedown Tuesdays in some rich guy's yeah. basement in Phoenix right now. I mean, preferably a better putter, preferably a better oh. putter. Oh. Hey, did you see me throw today? Then? DJ, he yeah. threw a strike today. Dark. Top left. Yeah, it was incredible. Oh, First man. one. I can't say anything. I had a bad showing in that room. Bad showing. Well, you stepped on a line. That was the, well, you, the you first had, jumper. You didn't take your jacket off, even though we told you that to. That was bad. Yeah, it was tough. That's what? Bad. Hey, you made a that's shot. Not, I took coach 
coaching. I took good coaching. Yeah. Yeah. It Coachable. was controversial. The make was controversial because <laughs> your foot was on the line, but the celebration yeah. was still real. We mm -hmm. were happy for you. You made a shot. That's going to be good. Out the people. Hey, we'll watch you all weekend, pal. We can't thank you enough. Uh, you guys are the best, man. Let's circle up afterwards and we can talk about how crazy this night was. Hell yeah, let's do that. We'd be honored. We appreciate you. Ladies and gentlemen, Daniel Jeremiah. Yeah, You made it sound like you had a personal attack from me. <laughs> no, that was wild. Did he not? This is what I want to know. Daniel said, I didn't even fuck. What are you talking about? I was the area scout southeast. This dude wants to say, what do you want from me? Stood up for you. I just want to know whenever these scouts, whenever these analysts, when everybody watches tape, why they can't let their eyes just fucking tell the story. That's all I want to know. Yeah, I but the, know the reason not, why I want to say that is because you said, uh, literally, before we go on there, I go. I, so I got I, a question for him. Yeah, I said, you're going to ask this guy something? You go, I got a question for him. I'm just going <laughs> to ask him if he actually watches the film or not, and why can't we just trust him? Like, Jesus, what's that? He's like, short arms. He said I had short arms. And I'm like, well, everybody so did. move the stick. It wasn't said, just him. Everybody did. But then he makes a reference to it immediately. Like, oh, he remembers Barry and AQ. Mm -hmm. Like, I thought that he had no idea who the fuck you were. No. So you're just blaming him for what everybody else said? He was with the Eagles when I was there. They knew oh. who he was. Now he does. He exactly who I was. What's wrong with short arms? If you're playing guard or center, I, I don't care if you have short arms. That means Thank you, AJ. Your, Thank you. Your punch, your punch is serious. If I All I all do is look at your head, AQ. Make, I don't care. This guy can play with no arms. He'll be all right. Well, that's what they were saying. With <laughs> his, yeah, that was his The move. length of his arms. They said, this guy's basically playing with no arms. Imagine they, they would say, if this guy had. Think how hard his head. Didn't you win the Remington? Think how hard his head must be if he's playing with no, no arms. No arms, just head. He was kickoff return uh, wedge, too. So, mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of no Back arms. Back when there was a wedge. <laughs> yeah. There was real wedge. Yeah, absolute dog. Real wedge. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it real has wedge. not seen the movie Concussion. Will not see the movie Concussion. Yeah, no way. But, Let me know how it is. But those of us close to him say, hey, Godspeed, pal. He was a fullback for a little bit as well. And uh, it was like, all right, run your face into this guy's face right. Run your face into this guy's face left. Yes, coach. And he's 330, yes, 310, sir. whatever it was, coming through the hole. Athlete. Oh. D lineman, too. Two sacks and orange ball. Right. Multi sport athlete. Hall of Famer in Western Pennsylvania. Boom. That guy. Yeah. Right there. Guy can shoot a basketball. Who would have thought? Not me. Can't putt, though. That's I what DJ said. No. I thought it. Dog. Look at that hair. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute dog. Look at that shirt. Is that sunning in your hair or what? No, that was that was when I had hair. Joe Lost loves about a year you. and a half later. Look how happy Joe is. Look he fucking Joe. loves you. What did Joe say here if you had to guess AQ? I got longer arms than you. That's probably what he, look, they are. <laughs> they are. They are. There's they, something fishy no, going actually, on. Yeah, he actually AQ. said AQ, I have something I need to tell you, but I Jesus. fucking can't tell you. <laughs> Joe Nebraska. AQ, it's not good. I'm gonna tell you something you can't tell anybody, okay, outside this building. We've already let oh, too much crazy. out. When you go in the showers down there. Yeah. <laughs> just square bathing suit. Yeah. Just square hey, now, you know what's going on. Hey, bro, that was crazy that that happened. Yeah, it still is. Crazy. Uh, yeah. Just from somebody that's from that area of people that go there, like such an institution. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like Penn State is like institution. That was very, but not the only school. Like there's a lot of shit coming out from a lot of places. It's like, what? How is, How is this even happening? Yeah, right. But it feels like we're at a point now where feels like right yeah, i think so yeah for sure in different situations like the baylor the the baylor suspension was pretty nuts too with all the stuff that went on there michigan state michigan oh shit's coming God. out of ohio state allegedly yeah no offense no offense old back in the day the wrestling guy right yeah that's what i'm saying like there's so many of these stories coming Ooh. out that i'm like man i you never because you hold institutions these universities mm -hmm. in such high regard it's yeah. like people are going there to learn how to operate you are like think and then you hear some of these stories it's like
Hopefully exactly. nobody's learning that. I mean, yeah, what we, the hell? We like people skip that particular. How come their linebackers are so good? And you guys. <laughs> then you guys. Well, it was right whenever like you were in the middle of that whole era almost. Like it happened kind of before it you. Happened before and then. But the, the trouble era. And then all the stuff when, happened after I left. So I kind of. When did it all happen? When did he get booted? When did that all like? When did it all come out and he ended up leaving? Well, it came out like twenty years later. Oh, oh one, I think AJ was his last oh, year coach. Was it? Oh. Yeah, but it didn't come out. Wait. Yeah. Oh, you mean Big Jer? I'm talking Joe Pa. When did? Oh yeah, Joe so that's Pa's 12, out? 2012. That is what I call him, Big Jer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure. <laughs> he, he, he recruited you, AJ. Terrible things. Uh, Terrible uh, things. AJ, I did recruit AJ. Let's go to the phones. Uh, let's go to the five hundred phone lines here. Who's this? Is that AQ? Holy wow. shit, that's in the what? shipyard. Old school, right there. Oh, look at that. Oh, look at yeah. that. Oh. Look like Phil Kessel. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you got a look lot of Phil calves. Kessel in you. Bro, he still got those calves, man. He's just oh, not allowed to hit anybody, remember, because of the thing. Hey. Look at those feet. He's an athlete. Sweet feet. Okay. Been you one got one a lot quicker when you shaved your head. Sweet feet. Let's go. Aerodynamics. Oh, hey, shout out to Nick Scroggins on Twitter who has pieced this together and sent this to us. Athlete. AQ vibing, obviously, in the back. He should be proud of what he's doing with those cones. <laughs> that, yeah. I mean, that's one of the best drills I've ever seen in my life. Hell yeah. AQ. It's scary. It's scary hey, to think of that coming at you. Hey, wait till we get. We're going to get to see some of that tonight. Let's go. AQ's Let's a go. dog, dude. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're going to get to see some of that tonight. Watch the neck. <laughs> Watch. Well, bro, he's been a part of Takedown Tuesdays. You Is heard me. Jay bring... coming? No. Is Jay coming? To... Are they going to put a mat out and they're going to roll? Bro, I got a text from Jay the other day. I just realized. Okay. I seen it when I scrolled back through. Just, just like the left go issue. Mm hmm. I don't even, I'm a terrible human. I'm a bad person, okay? <laughs> I'm a bad person. I apologize. Okay. I do, it's hard for me to read every single one because I feel obligated to have full convo. How's it going? And then with wife being pregnant in life the way it is, it's like I don't have time to dive into full I conversations with everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very, it's not, it's not cool. I hope to not be like this forever. I would like to maybe get into conversations again with friends of mine and stuff like that, which I do, but, you know. Not every human I've ever met. Jay Glazer sent me one out of nowhere. It was great seeing his name on my phone. He's the best. Jay Glazer popped up in my... I didn't see it until like two days later. Well, I saw it this morning. He sent me a text a couple of days later. I was scrolling back to find somebody. I see Jay Glazer. I'm like, what the holy shit. He was in a jungle for a little bit, wasn't he? Yeah, hanging yeah. out. Just taking a... Thailand, Thailand was it? Yeah. Thailand, he was fighting in the jungle. Oh, yeah. I was following along. That's crazy. Posting was highlight Mike videos. Was he Mike Swick's place? He go to Mike Swick's place, AQ? I, I don't know, but when he goes over there, he... That's what he does the whole month. It's just train really and just get away. Yeah, allegedly. Didn't he just get surgery? Uh back, right? Yeah, no, back. No, yeah, yeah, I think he did. I think you're right. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm trying to make his all right. Post no, I, think, I think you're right. I think he did get back. Life is tough. Yeah. I'm not so sure Jay Glazer isn't in like the CIA. He's everywhere, basically doing recon for the United States. There's a chance, yeah, you're right, because he has to post those videos exactly. from Thailand. Does the location drop? I'm in fuck it, you know. Bingo. He's doing the whole thing. Little yeah. do we know. Here I am, bad. Yeah. But really, he's, he's not. in. He's in I, Shanghai, I think he China. Might be on to something here at the embassy. There's yeah. a chance. And by the he way, didn't get surgery either. He just put a fake Bingo. hospital picture, kind of like your your boy. Not <laughs> wasn't a fake picture from Elias or whoever it was. Ezekiel it, prick. It was to throw people <laughs> off because he is killing people for the government. Yeah, no, back, Chris Angel was really. Really in the hospital, AJ. Yeah. Oh shit. Mm -hmm. Is he okay? I saw Chris Angel doing jujitsu. That scared me. I do not want to. Um, that's what Takedown Tuesdays like in this guy's basement that yeah. AQ's doing every single week. And if Chris Angel showed up tonight, I could die a happy man. Me he too. was on the draft spectacular. Whoa, fuck. Let's not put that out yeah, there. Because okay? we got some big stuff to do about Chris Angel. <laughs> yeah. We love if Chris he, Angel. If he takes your legs and 
removes them from your body and flips you around a few times. I can say my life is complete. What if Chris Angel walks his ass right up here? Okay, no, and he goes, no. Pat, sit down. And I sit I shouldn't down. do this. You're getting me excited. Like, he I don't takes like my legs off like on my torso, the flat side. <laughs> he puts on the draft pick, turns it to the to the screen, yeah. and goes, the next pick is mine, freak. And then puts that shit back on me, and then we both walk off. I mean, that would be, you're All right. Time. That would be the fifth annual. Yeah. Fifth annual, fifth annual, mm. fifth mm. annual, Something fifth annual draft spectacular. Yeah. Can't wait. I'm happy we're brainstorming now. You're influencing. He takes, no. He comes in, he takes your legs off, and he's like, hey, watch this next pick. Next pick goes up. <laughs> it's some big D lineman. He has your, he's walking with his upper, his torso and your legs on the TV, and you're like, wait a second. How does this work? Well, it's Chris Angel. Even better, <laughs> we can do a little nostalgia trip. He's going to come, and he's going to take your arms off of your body. Ooh. And he's going to put them mm. on AQ's body. Yep. And they're going to oh. say, AQ, you would have been a first-rounder. <laughs> yeah. These arms, and it'll be a big celebration. Okay, that's next year. We've got a lot of plans. Yeah, we do. Start Who's going to float above? Who's he going to float up in the air like he did Shaq? Oh, that's probably the whole Thunderdome. No, we should have him <laughs> float above Ezekiel. All right. Let's get to the fence. Him and probably Elias. Maybe at the same WWE time. Superstar Edge. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Almost. W, maybe. Let's go to the fence. Let's go to uh, Travis in Connecticut on the Five Energy phone line. Travis, what's going on, pal? What's going on, boys? How you doing? Keep, Keep it moving. moving. Respect. Happy draft day. I just wanted to. Uh, got a question for you guys. I wanted to uh, see where you guys think B. John Robinson is going to go, and why is it the Dallas Cowboys? <laughs> you a Cowboys fan up there in Connecticut? What? Die hard. And Texas hockey fan, baby. Oh, okay. Well, Texas hockey is going to be run out of playoffs. We know that's going to happen. <laughs> uh, what, what, do you have a basketball team or no? Uh, the Mavericks. They got ruined by Kyrie. Okay, so are you from Dallas? Your parents from Dallas, or you just fell in love? Yeah. Yeah? Yep. All right, well, enjoy enjoy Connecticut, dude. No. See? All right. Even he knows so Connecticut. So. He hates hey, relax. He's from Dallas. It does. Relax. You know it. He went to UConn, bro. Yeah, well, what, what is that? Yeah, why didn't you go back? Because it sucks. Why are you so rude? I'm not rude. It's just true. People say UConn, not UConn, but Connecticut as a whole. And now, granted, we're around him, his friends. Mm -hmm. You couldn't get nobody else to pay you besides Connecticut? What's that all about? Great experience. Loved it. You had NIL up there? Absolutely not. Well, no. D-Butt said uh, he saw Dan Orlovsky walking around in the locker room. <laughs> All right, let's go just dong out. He was like, I got to play on the same team we as that hope Bijan, <laughs> We hope Bijan gets drafted. Is that right? Is that what happened? <laughs> on your recruiting visit? We don't know if that's the case. We did not think that. I fucked it up anyway. We don't know I if that's true. Really I dropped out. it. Anyways, we have no idea where Bijan's going. We good. assume earlier than everybody's expecting because everybody's calling him like the perfect guy. Unbelievable. He's a weapon. I can't wait to see what team he ends up on. If we take him to the Colts at four and he makes two first downs next year, we did it. Winner. If we had a weapon on our team, that would be great. Yeah. That we, would be. Not including Minshew. Or, well, Minshew, we believe, is going to be the backup quarterback. I thought you were going to say Jelani Woods. Got JT. Oh, JT will be healthy next year. Hell yeah. And the offensive line is going to be back. Right? Yeah. Shane Steichen. Oh, no. No confidence with that. Zero. Shane Steichen knows yeah. O-line play. We'll see. What's your problem? Y'all be good or not? They, they, they better be better than they were last year. They were bad last year. Yeah, it was a bad much. it was a bad brand of football. What happened there. last year? Were they not healthy or what? Like What, what happened? I, Jeff I don't Saturday. even know who the fuck they were sliding to. I don't even think they knew who they were sliding to. Really? Yeah, it was. What are you talking about? The Indianapolis Colts? Is that coaching or is that? I don't. I, yeah, I mean, I think it was probably a little bit of both. 
You don't know weird. what you're talking about. The film doesn't tell the whole story. Yeah. <laughs> Just unblocked guys on a rip protection. That sounds cool. Well, you had Matt Ryan. He Keep couldn't even run out of the pocket Dude, with no, those big-ass knee yeah. braces he hey, had on. Yeah, he actually, that's God real my, It's like he was fucking running in slow motion. Yep. Forrest Gump. You know them, that scene, Forrest Gump, coming braces, out of the driveway? Them braces don't hurt when y'all wear those shoes. I, I never wore them I, because of oh, that. They were, you see them on terrible. those cones? He ain't never wearing those, no. yeah. those things. You had to used wear to college? wear braces. No, I didn't have to wear them in college. Oh, okay. All our linemen had to wear them. I know. And Phil then everybody Rivers, gets rid of them as soon as they get to the league. Uh, Phil Rivers had this much tape on each <laughs> yeah. side of his head. It was an ice skate. He was putting on Nuts. an ice skate when he was going out there. And Matt Ryan, same thing. Yep. He, but he was from knee all the way down. Yeah, exactly. Was, Extended snow boots. But I didn't even know Matt Ryan had no shot. They were uh, shifting to nobody. You guys were coming scot-free. Matt Ryan, a little thinner. Tough to watch. Getting killed. They mm -hmm. stunk. What we're saying is Bijan could go anywhere, and I think everybody would be pumped about it. On the call, too, there was that one time Saturday was jogging off the field, and he almost ran over to the suite to grab, like, a hot dog in the middle of the game. No, I think he wanted to jump in the suite and pretend like he wasn't the coach anymore. He just wanted to blend in. We had the lead in that game. Yes, and he said hello. And That's what he, he said. And how the, or did you have the lead at the end of the game? I think it was the Washington game. We would go on to lose that game last drive. Uh, scary Terry McLaurin would catch a 70-yard bomb, and yeah. then he would just kind of waltz it in. Here, he's ready. He's coming oh, over. Oh, there he is. Come get a hot dog. There, man. I got to go. He didn't want to hit that lady. Mm, that security know. lady's been there since I've been there. She's a great woman. I should know her hey, name. I did not a bad guy. All right. Listen, the Colts are going to be better off. Let's go to Colin in Chicago. Colin in Chicago, what's going on, pal? How's it going? Keep it, Keep it going. going. <laughs> Unlike that last stooge who called B. John Robinson to go to the Bears on fan duels at plus 1,500. Other books have it at plus 500. Oh. So I'm actually curious where you guys think oh. uh, Big Mike and the Cowboys are going to go with the pick. Okay, so I think he was talking about what the hell? <laughs> talking about Chicago to the Bears. Bijan Robinson, topic of conversation. Seems like everybody wants him. Yeah, and if he's a Camara, why wouldn't you? Yeah, Alvin what? Kamara was throwing out there about him. I mean, that's incredible. Let's go to Roger in West Virginia on the five hundred phone line. What's going on, Rog? Uh, how you doing? Keep it moving. Yes, Please, I was just wondering if West Virginia, or if y'all, you and Pac, was going to come to West Virginia. When they beat the dog shit out of that shit-eating school in Pittsburgh. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Roger. I'll Roger. definitely be there. Yeah, I assume we'll be I love there. the back. I assume we'll be there. Happy yeah. it's back. It's in Morgantown. I did yeah. not know the date when somebody presented it to me. Remember that? Kenny, was it? Was that last year or this year? Kenny was definitely yeah, last year. Yeah, it was Kenny year. last year. Yeah, he just said, like, I'll see you someday. And I was like, oh, really? I don't think so. But I think you guys <laughs> talked about it the second time you came on again. Down in Morgantown that we're going to go. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's party, baby. What day of the week is it? I don't know. We'll figure it out, Pat. We're gonna last work. year was a Thursday. That's the only worry. It's going to be tough. Thursday, no it was Thursday last week. Yeah, it was, it was the first game of the year, pretty much. Yeah, first game of the year. Was it always Thursday? I think it was Thursday, yeah. You were running around on the field. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it used to be it used to be the day after Thanksgiving for a couple years. Yeah. Backyard ball is awesome. That would be perfect. Yeah, go watch a ball. September sixteenth, obviously, oh. two thousand twenty-three. Yeah, the season starts on the ninth, I think. Early. So that might be a Thursday. That's this well. week three because they open them with Penn State and then they lose it to Duquesne We're and then they play Pitt. Losing. Who opens with Penn State? Do? Do? September sixteenth is a Saturday. Oh. Hey, buddy. Tough. Hey, 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 buddy. Tough. Hey, 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 hey. Penn State's going to be top five. Yeah. Is that the song you guys play? We are. Yeah, West Virginia's going to eat that like this. She's going to eat it? Yeah, we're going to go 1-0. Perfect. 
That's what we're doing. We're going into Happy Valley to make everybody sad. It's in Penn State? Yeah. Oh, boy. That's what I'm saying. That's why you guys are doing a... Yeah, you guys are fireworks. It's a whole fucking display. We're not worried about daytime fireworks. You think it's going to be a night game? No way. We haven't seen that. We've got fireworks downtown. We're burning couches and shit on fire. Boom. Those aren't even playing, pal. Those are coming out of nowhere. Oh, somebody accidentally left a little gas. In front of how many fans? 50,000? Double what? that motherfucker. Double that. Out of 75,000, you don't know the difference. That's what I've been told by <laughs> right. people. You guys we just know the whole town is going to be there when we play. <laughs> Boom. The whole state is going to be in town whenever West Virginia's playing. Yeah, we got uh, Penn State right there, September 2nd. <laughs> then Duquesne. Good, good schedule for West Virginia. No Dukes. We're going 2-0, two, uh, two oh, certainly leading into the backyard brawl. We've got 3-0. Very tough. Texas game. Tech, no shot. Tough schedule. BYU. Oh, yeah, they're going. Yeah. They got no easy games. FBI is predicting what? <laughs> two and two, yeah, and, two, and, two and ten. ten. Yeah, two and ten is where everybody's what saying. What two wins? What two wins do they have? Penn State and Duquesne. <laughs> Full of shit, AJ. Taking over K-pop. Pennsylvania. Hey, two and ten, and you got the next, you know, Nick it's Saban coming schedule, in. Though. Though. There are no cupcakes anywhere. Yeah, Zero. That, that's what you want. That's what you sign up yeah. for when you go to West Virginia. Let's go 0 12. National TV game. Whoa, AJ. TCU did it. And they will. I'm saying no coach wants to have this schedule in college football. I just want to let you know we want it let's go that's what we want good we thrive where others struggle yeah bingo that's a recruiting hey we don't got any easy games Mm -mm. yeah everybody's hard yeah that's west virginia football yes okay we gotta be harder we cannot go over this season. Glass Eagles. <laughs> cannot. 1 in 11. Duquesne. See you tomorrow. No fucking way we're going 1 in 11. What's the odds? That's their way to get rid of their coach. That's literally a way to get rid of their coach right there. You think they stacked the fucking schedule? Stack the schedule and get rid of them. Yeah. He's been there six years, dude. Oh, we got two open days to schedule Penn State and BYU. Sounds like a good one. What do you say? Lose all the games, get the first round pick. What are you trying to say right here? Coach Neil Brown's like, we got Duquesne, right? Can we get a couple more of those? We can find a lot of those Duquesnes around. Coach Neil Brown. We get Brown. IUP in there? What's that? <laughs> Coach Neil Brown's a fucking market. Hey, hey. Whoa! Whoa! Sorry, he Whoa. is. Hey. I'll say it to you, too. And the best thing that West Virginia football can do this year is to lose every game by 50 and get in a whole new regime Whoa! and their asses off, okay? No. I trust the climb. Yeah, I don't, climb. Have a, I don't have a college football team. I want it to be West Virginia, but not this year. It's going to be it. Hold a rope, Pat. Hold a rope. Hold Hold a rope. What it used to be? Pull the feet. See, we don't even know the model because they don't have one. No, that's Rich Rodriguez. Hold the rope. Listen, whenever there's somebody hanging over the cliff and you got a rope to save them, everybody needs to hold the goddamn rope. Look, man, look at my boy. That's your boy? He's a dog, bro. That guy's a dog? That guy's a dog, bro. Let's be real here for a second. Yes. We need someone new. We all know it. We need Rich Rod. That would be great. Bring him back. Why not save it? Rich Rod walking back in there. All right, motherfuckers, everything has changed. (laughs) Boom. It would be the Stone Cold Steve Austin glass break, him walking into that building. Be sweet. But I don't know how it would play out. I assume they'd win because that's what Rich Rodriguez does. Mm -hmm. He's at Jacksonville State. But I also think Neil Brown's got something for you. Trust the plan, baby. He's got something for you. All right, year six. You you know what they say. When coaches struggle to open their first five years, that sixth year they fucking take off. Well, he's got Blaine Stewart coaching for him now. Yeah, Yeah. that is a game changer. Love you, Blaine. Love you, Blaine. Shout out, Coach Blaine. Blaine. Shout out, Coach Blaine. Coach Blaine, if you guys don't win every game, we're disappointed in you. Yeah. But that is expected, so we'll be we'll get over it quickly. You make Blaine the head coach. Speaking of people we're not disappointed in, um, we have somebody in our office that tried to dive into the mock draft game last year, mm-hmm. and he said he was going to do good. Mm-hmm. He came in dead last. 
A lot of pressure. Yeah, uh, too much. I'm Only up from here. We offered him $10,000 if he was to be in the top three of the mock drafters. Yep. This year, we're going to make it more difficult. Got to be in the top two of the mock drafters. Ooh. We have a point system tone. What was the point system that we decided upon? Point system is you get two points if you predict the player going to the correct team and the correct pick. So that's two points if the, you have the player going in the correct round uh, for tonight. So if you have Spot. a player going in there. Uh, that's one point five points to predict a trade uh, player. Since that's what we did last year. So yeah. So we we'll, we keep scores and accurate scoring. Um, obviously, it's not fair because Mid has different insiders than everybody else. Mm -hmm. Mid has really none of them. Yeah. He's just reading what everybody else is saying. He gives his best effort, ladies and gentlemen. It is time yeah. for a man Let's to go. come on and present his final mock draft. Something that could win him ten thousand dollars, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. He's the man that answers. The five the phone line. Go, he's a producer for Hammer Don. He's the son of a special teams coordinator. Let's go, it man. is PMI Mitt. Sticks over there. Here you go, Mitt. Let's that, go, Mitt. Here you go, Mitt. Your time, Mitt. Your time, Mitt. Here we go. Here we go. Um, watch camera. Am I on? Oh, right there here. we go. Let's Find go. the camera. The All right. And uh, let's get the big board up here. That's me. Boom. And then we'll start here with the first overall pick. I have obviously Bryce Young. There just we go. Like everybody go. else. Go. Everybody else. It seems like the consensus. The draft really starts here at number two. I have Will Anderson getting taken. Ooh. I think they're skipping on a quarterback right here, and they're going to take who they see as the number one player available, change their defense. This dude has been nothing but a production machine at Alabama. Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, why the fuck wouldn't you take him? And then here at three, I mean, there's a lot of talk about maybe they trade back, maybe they go and get a tackle. I know Kyler Murray wants Paris Johnson, yeah. but I mean – I'm not going to listen to somebody you had, that you had to write a film clause Whoa. in their contract for. That's personally just for. me. I am going to go with a defensive game changer. Their defense gave up 26.4 points last year. Shit. Now, is that fucking good? No. No. Uh-uh. So go and get shots. Go and get somebody. <laughs> I wasn't trying to take a shot here, but go and get somebody that can change your defense, change your team, get Kyler Murray back on the field on third down. Yeah. Let's Love that. Now here we go. Yes. The Colts. The, we wow. got an owner here. Hell yeah. Wow. CJ owner Stroud. here in the city who's yeah. been pretty vocal about wanting a quarterback. I think CJ Stroud is the best quarterback in this draft, the best player in this draft, has been the best player in college football the last two years. Ooh, oh. I think he's going to be an absolute dog here in Indy. And then here at five, I have my big swing here. I'm kind of going for the home run hit hey, here. Swing. Hey, let it swing. Yeah, swing and it. Swing I mean, it. Hey, we swing, swing that low. thing. We haven't heard this guy's name since his pro day when he hit the roof. Anthony Richardson, he was being that talked was as potentially the number one overall pick. Haven't heard his name being said since, but he has been having great interviews, specifically with one coach in general, that he came out and said that it just felt different leaving the building. Oh, that was Pete Carroll. Nice. And I think they take a big swing here, take their quarterback of the future, pass on Jalen Carter, who wow. a lot of people were saying before the draft Whoa. process started, he was the number one player yeah. in the class. I have him falling all the way down to Ooh. six. The, the Lions way. see so him, Foxy and they say, far. we can't pass up on this dog. They could take a corner. They could, but this guy, too good. Love it. Too good a tape. Let's go, Just too good of too good of a player to pass up. And Congrats, now here Foxy. is another Thank big you. swing here. Congrats, Foxy. You got a dog. That's huge. Now another big swing here. 
I think the Texans are really going to end up moving up and going and getting a quarterback. They have that 12th pick. They could stick there and wait, see who falls. But I think they like Will Levis. I think they're going to want to go up and get their guy. I know that the Raiders, yeah. they had a lot of struggle on defense last year. They definitely could use Witherspoon. They definitely could use a Gonzalez. But they're seeing all these premier pass rushers drop or go. So they're just going to drop all the way down to 12. Maybe get a se another second, another mm. third. Get uh. more players that can help out Jimmy G. Skip out on taking a quarterback this year. And then the Texans move up and get their guy. Jump the Falcons, mm -hmm. who are – they need help on defense, too. Yes. Number one corner out, Devin Witherspoon Boom. and Mitch, oh, yeah. Mitch like, Mall. Let's go, and also, I mean, I was thinking it, it was Christian Gonzalez for a little bit. But then I saw a tweet from somebody that – I mean, Jay knows – and Jay said that Devin <laughs> hey. Witherspoon has been flying up draft boards. That's and right. I just think they're taking a corner here. So we got Devin Witherspoon going. And then to help out, jeez, uh, sorry, to help out Justin Fields, we got and we got DJ Moore. Yep. And yeah. DJ Moore. Mm -hmm. We got Dub Bears who traded down from number one, sticking with their guy, Justin Fields. Oh, I yeah. think they're going to go with one of his old college teammates, Paris Johnson Jr., a lot of to protect his left or right side. Not sure if he's going to be playing left or right tackle, but he's athletic enough to play both. And then Bijan Robinson. Wow. The most intriguing player in the draft, in my opinion. Everybody has this guy as a blue chip player, but he's a running back. Running back's been a pretty devalued position in the NFL the last mm -hmm. couple of years. You can yep. look up, look at the contract numbers. But he plays it all, and I just don't see him falling out of the top ten. This just seems like the perfect fit. I I don't know. There's Hell no yeah. way any of like this it. any of this could yeah. be completely like wrong. It. No, not at all. Come on, man. Okay, good. Authors. Oh, it doesn't matter. Let's go. I can't wait. Man, I think you're going to do great. Boy, Nobody seems to have a clue about this, so you nope. might as well throw your hat into the ring. Hell yeah. Yep. We're no, proud of you. Ten grand, you're in the top two. Let's go. Let's Nobody knows shit about the, the draft. Or all 32. Uh, I don't know. That's interesting. We should talk about that. Yeah. Uh, you got to figure that one out. Top 20. What did we do last year? Yeah, 32. 32 yeah, you got to figure that out. Oh, you got hours, you got a few hours. Yeah, you, you got time. Hours, you got anime, man, anime, man. Yeah, start, man. Yeah. That's, right. that's, that's, shit, that's a good man. start. That's a great start. That's all the hard yeah. stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Proud of you, Mitt. Good, good job, man. Good shit, Mitt. Turn that mic off, Mitt. All right, Mitt. Probably going to need that mic back at some point, Mitt. <laughs> yeah, yeah put it back here, man. <laughs> all right, let's get, uh, let's get out of here. Let's enjoy the hell out of tonight. We'll be for. live at 7.35 Eastern Standard Time with the most recent Foxy flick, uh, breaking down last year, recapping last year, Super Bowl vlog, and then we'll jump right into the next draft class. The next generation of NFLers will be decided and started to be decided tonight. We cannot wait, AJ. Thank you for the post. We can't wait to see what you're dressing like tonight. To all the boys, let's fucking Hell kill yeah. it. Come on. Me. This night. is a big time night. Huge night. And to the fans, we're giving away hundred grand. It should be a good time. Watch NFL Network, watch ESPN, watch ABC, whatever you want. Just put us right there in your hand. We're going to be going bananas. Mm -hmm. And there's going to be some absurd shit that's going to take place. <laughs> All the while, breaking down some real shit in this draft, making people smarter. That's what we try to do while having a good time. You're the greatest humans on earth for allowing us to do this every day. Big shout out to Daniel Jeremiah, Peter Schrager, Rich Eisen, and hopefully our guy Ty mm -hmm. is healthy Aye. enough to we'll make it for this evening. Uh, AJ, we'll see you in a bit. Be nice to each other, you know? That'd be a cool thing. Yeah. 
Just be a friend, tell a friend, like, something nice. Mm. Could change your entire day. You have no idea what they're going through. Might have woke up feeling like shit. And all of a sudden, you say, hey, nice face today, pal. <laughs> and then just keep it moving. Like, hey, mm -hmm. not bad. Maybe I do have a good face. So you can say something nice that could change somebody's life. Go ahead and do that, and we'll see you tonight. Goodbye.